What's up? I'm Johnny Sins. Not only am I a doctor, astronaut, pilot, mechanic, teacher, and pro football player, I'm also a podcast connoisseur. And when I need a good laugh and or dating advice, I tune in to the Ignore the Rant podcast. Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. Greetings to all of you. Well, let's just say, um, raucous, rowdy Republicans. Hey, you won one, huh? Actually, you won three. <laughs> just chipping but away, Doug. Just, just chipping just away. Chipping away. Chipping away. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to all those, uh, all those neurotic newborns that the Supreme Court saved this week. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Judge Thomas. Now replace my mom. She wanted to kill me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she wanted to murder me. Oh wow! And everyone just clicks off the podcast. Yes, immediately. <laughs> But yeah, it was a uh, quite a week in the Supreme Court. Yeah, and we'll get to all of those things because Lord knows you can't you can't open your mouth uh, these days without talking about it. It's it's all the rage. Everyone's doing it. It's everywhere. Yeah, and we're no better than the everyday common man because that's what I am. <laughs> the everyday common man, and that's what this podcast is for. That's what we're for. By Zelensky breaks. That's it. <laughs> now Rona's not here. Yeah, off the top, we got to announce Arona is not in this portion of the episode, but you may find him at the end of the episode because, well, there's a little bit of a backstory. You're probably thinking to yourself, good goddamn Jim and Doug, I'm tired of having weeks go by with no episodes, especially when you didn't even post that you wouldn't be doing an episode. That we, well, yeah. we, we did yeah. an episode. Yeah. Um, it was just a goddamn disaster. Which well, we thought it was a disaster, but yeah, we don't really know yet. Going back through... I, I think it's keepable. <laughs> I think we're going to have to sift back through the the wreckage and reconstruct that plane. And uh, we'll put that out all by itself. But we went for about two and a half, three hours last week. And it was just, it was fucking ping pong. It was just, shit was bouncing everywhere. It, it was. was. Dis, it was disorganized. It was chaotic. It's um, funny. But with everything that happened at the end of last week, I couldn't in good faith just say, well, let's just release that. <laughs> so we kept, we kept the end of what we recorded, and we're going to toss it on the end of this episode. And it's kind of good that we waited anyway, because, oh, 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 what a week. Yeah, yeah. A few things happened. A few things. But yes, Arona is out for this first, whatever this is going to be, of this episode. He's got monkeypox. Um, or I guess whatever they're primate, yeah, you know, primate pox. You know what's funny? They they came out and said that we're gonna not call it monkey pox anymore, and then they never they never replaced the word. Yeah, they never came up with a new one. <laughs> they just said we we must replace or we must take out the word monkey because it's immediately making people racist. I say primate pox. <laughs> I say AIDS two point oh. I mean, that's, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> Uh, slippery slope is going to be a common theme on this episode, Doug. But uh, yeah, T's and P's out to Arona. Hope you're getting better, buddy. He does not have COVID, but he apparently does feel like ass, which I guess we all do from time to time. You know, I felt like ass numerous days last week. That's why we never really got an episode out. It's, it's been a brutal couple of weeks here in Georgia. It's been very hot. Extremely. Fucking very hot. Like 
beat you down hot. Just, I mean, just like I look at it as a, Africa hot. It's assault, brother. Yeah, just to go is. outside, you're gonna get your ass kicked. I'm being oppressed. Where's but, my check from the government? The sun's <laughs> oppressing me. <laughs> I want my 40 acres, but I, I want, want them indoors. Animal. <laughs> but while we've been off of the air, uh, I've once again been going on numerous podcasts here and there, stating my piece, not representing the podcast in any way, shape, or form, just out there giving my personal opinions you on You don't things. want to do that anyway. <laughs> Fuck no. hey, you probably don't even want to be associated with it. <laughs> <laughs> but in case anybody out there uh, was curious if there was, uh, I don't know, other places that you could find my stupid voice, I made an appearance on the Rebel with a Cause podcast with Eric the Red. And uh, you can find my appearance. If you look up Rebel with a Cause, just look up the episode titled Ignoring Rants with Magoo, because that's me. That's me in my internet form I'm that's Ma- me i'm magoo on the twitters and the youtubes and whatnot so anyway and they love him and then i also went on i think it was the next night uh on another podcast on youtube only called outlawed thoughts and it was episode 19 i went on me and a buddy of mine and it was a two two versus six person debate on whether or not libertarians should run gubernatorial candidates were you on the two or the six i was on the two <laughs> i was a bit outnumbered I might have to check that one out um it was me and my buddy justin campbell uh against six libertarians um and the debate was should libertarians run a candidate against quote-unquote good republican governors aka uh desantis main, namely desantis in florida of course they should and I took the role of, fuck no, they shouldn't. Uh, and I explained why. Um, but yeah, it, and also the libertarian candidate for governor was on that episode. So I had a chance to tell him directly to his face why I thought what he was doing is a waste of money, time, and will not net you the benefit that you're looking for. I People would, will hate I would you. love to say that to all politicians. <laughs> it felt great. <laughs> yeah, it felt fucking all awesome. Politicians. What, um, you're, what you're doing is a waste of time. And so your even life though, is useless. Kill yourself. Even though it was two v six, and I only made it up fifty percent of the, uh, not the affirmative, but the negative. I guess I got my I, I said I got my piece out there. I said everything I wanted to fucking say. Opposing um, position. Opposing position. I I, and I think Justin and I are going to do another one where it, there's far less people, and we're going to record. I think on Thursday of this week. And I also have another upcoming appearance, uh, Mr. Jim Brewer. Half-baked. That's it, of half-baked. <laughs> Thank half you. Baked, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, I fucking man. lost it there for a minute, but you you fucking brought Thanks, it back, man. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So Jim Brewer is having me back on his, somebody had to say it, Patreon podcast, where the only way you can hear it is if you are a Patreon supporter. Um, but he and I will be cutting it up. We're recording tomorrow, Wednesday, when it'll come out sometime later this week. So by the time you hear this, it's already out. Uh, feel free to go give that man five bucks and well, listen to me <laughs> I guess, if you want to, and then stick around. There's other shit there too. Uh, that's all the announcements portions, uh, that I have for the show of where we've been, where I'm going and that kind of shit. But 
with Arona being out for this portion of the episode, I got to fill them in on what he and I were up to this past weekend. We went to a comedy show, which is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, this one was a little different. It was held in a minor league baseball stadium and the old Gwinnett Braves Stadium. I guess now they're called the Gwinnett Stripers. I will never call them that. Uh, it's the Gwinnett Braves until I fucking die. They can they're call themselves the what Stripers. It, yeah, this striped bass. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah, it was a dumb. I remember they were coming up with a name and they were all the fucking names they were coming up with us the like, gwinnett the buttons fuck? buttons yeah for, for let's button, call them the buttons for button gwinnett yeah well you know like minor league teams they're known for having goofy ass names like you have the savannah bananas you have macon bacon yeah, i know but why not you know i mean if they're if, if they're the braves why not call them you know the gwinnett tomahawks or the anything spears, brave related the gwinnett fucking arrows well their claim was and i don't believe it i can't believe it because it's too ridiculous as they said, well, we had to change the name because too many people that were trying to find the Brave Stadium was showing up here. And so we figured we would just make it simpler by calling us com something completely different. I'm like, bullshit. You just wanted to sell merch. Yeah. Because if you have the Atlanta Braves just down the road and you have Gwinnett Braves, well, you can just wear your Atlanta Braves stuff in and you're good. Right. So they weren't selling enough merch. Exactly. And so it was like, we got to rebrand just to push push fucking merch and we got to change our colors i fucking hate it it's just stupid it makes no sense because up the road up 75 you have the rome braves no one's showing up there going is, is this the big stadium it doesn't it, it never happened no one ever did that but anyway okay where's motley Crue? <laughs> is chipper jones here <laughs> um so, <laughs> so we went to a comedy festival an outdoor stadium comedy festival which i've never done before Normally, you see them in theaters and small clubs, but... And it's not so hot. Exactly. But this lineup was too good to pass up. You did say you had, it was the longest beer line you've ever seen. It was amazing. Well, I'm sure it was hot as fuck, too. It was not cold. Yes. Um, but here's the lineup real quick. It was the Burt Kreischer Fully Loaded Festival. And obviously, Burt Kreischer was the closer. He was the headliner. Uh, you had Brian Simpson, Big J Okerson... From Legion of Skanks. He's funny as shit. He is funny. Yeah, and Mark Normand, if you haven't ever seen his stand-up, YouTube his ass now. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Nikki Glazier, uh, who's out of all the female comics, she's probably the funniest one currently. Uh, Shane Gillis, who is a monster. Yeah, Joey Coco Diaz, and then Burt Kreischer closing it, closing <laughs> it out. Diaz. It was fucking insanity. Uh Everybody on this list outside of Nikki and Brian, only because I didn't know Brian Simpson at all. Uh, those are like my top four, top five current comedians. They're fucking hysterical. And they destroyed. I've never been in a building, I guess, with that many people where comedy actually worked. Everybody was there because they, they knew what they were going to get. They were fans of all the comedians. And because it's Burt Kreischer, he, you know, he's the partier and, the whole thing fully loaded and so every people were there tailgating for like four hours before the show i mean it was like a rock concert environment and everybody was wasted i saw sam kennison i can't remember if he was with motley crew or rat open for mm -hmm. him and it was it was odd it was just odd well but, like, like but now now kennison had a band too you know he would 
he would fucking do songs and shit, you know, yeah. but he'd stop and do his comedy thing. It was, it was fucking funny as hell. Well, like, you know, <laughs> I mentioned Jim Brewer. He went on tour with Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. And he yeah. was their opening yeah. house act yeah. instead of an opening band. And you know, he was flipping. <laughs> You know, he had to be freaking out every night, dude. Well, walking the, out on, to a Metallica crowd every yeah. fucking night. Hey, uh, yeah. I know you guys don't want to hear me. I'm the funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he got around that. He ended up doing crowd interaction, did games, shit like that. Right, and right. the crowd was into it because the crowd already was aware of who Brewer yeah, is. Of who he is. Yeah. And he's done yeah. so much, you know, ACDC bits and Metallica bits on stage that it was like, that was an easy transition. Like Big J Okerson, who was at the festival. He did the same thing with corn. He went on tour with corn and opened up for them. Right. That to me, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, it, he did, or it did. But um, it was a very, very, very fun time. Had a fucking amazing time. It was uh, yeah. The beer lines were the longest I'd ever seen at any venue. Every place, and they, it's not like they had a shortage of places to get beer. It was just that every single one had a line that was. 70 feet long the whole time it was never uh oh i'm gonna hop over there real quick so what that sun will do to you in georgia i'm telling you Doug, everybody was goofy drunk like no one was blackout there no one was thrown up there was zero fights that it was uh every everybody was happy drunk yeah. it was a wonderful place to be <laughs> it was my personal playground uh but yeah stone came up so it was me arona and stone uh, I hope they keep doing the fully loaded festival. If they're already, it's already done. It's already over. It ended the next day. But if any of our listeners are fans of comedy and you see that the fully loaded festival is coming back and it's coming within an hour or two of you, fucking go see it. Are they going to start having shows there? I hope so. That would be cool. I Concerts mean, and shit. I but, mean, that's because that's hell. It's not far from. So us that's how all. they had the setup. Is they had a stage big enough to have a full blown concert right. with the st- uh, speaker towers and everything. It was plenty fucking loud, right? And it was set up right on second base, facing back towards the backstop, so they could utilize ba- pretty much the entire lower bowl of the stadium right. plus the field. And there was probably eight to ten thousand people there. Stadium capacity on for a ball game is. 10,000. All right. And it it was at least that. I mean, it was a, and it was sold out. It was fucking. Yeah. See, that's the thing the with a baseball stadium. You can use the field for the stage, you know, mm-hmm. and not lose any capacity as far as people in yeah, the stands. It, and it shit. was a full fucking house. Everybody was loud as shit. And, uh, and there was no issues with audio whatsoever. Right. Because sometimes like I've gone to baseball games where they will wheel out a stage at the end and like have, Somebody come out and do a eight song concert and they suck. It sucks. The sound sucks. They're playing off of a fucking uh, live track or some right, shit. It's not right. even that. It's it's garbage. But this was not that at all. I mean, you can't do that with comedy. You I remember I mean? shows. It's gotta be that, live. I remember concerts at uh at the Georgia Dome were hideous. Mm-hmm. Yep, they were horrible. It was worthless. It sounded horrible in that building. Yeah, yeah. I I trying to think i didn't go see any concerts there only because word got out that hey it sounds like ass no, like, don't does. even, it was don't even waste your time it was terrible but i went for a monday nitro uh back in the day in like 98 99 and goldberg was in some movie and megadeth had like the key hit song that they used in the trailer and it was and they made the song for the movie and so it was this whole like partnership so 
they had a stage set up off to the side of the like the entrance ramp or whatever. Right. And uh, Megadeth played a full blown concert really? after Nitro. Oh, and we wow. stayed for it. Holy shit! And so I got to see a Megadeth concert in the dome. Yeah. And now when they do, or when they did back then, uh, a wrestling venue in the dome, they would only use half of the dome. Right. Right. And so they had the big curtain down the middle of the dome. So it was only they were only playing to half of the dome, and it still sounded like ass. Like it sounded so bad. Like. Yeah. You, because the sound is just constantly yeah, it's swirling. Just it's bouncing. Yeah, it's, all it does is bounce all over the fucking place. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's it's like if you went into a parking garage. <laughs> and the wind was blowing. And the wind was blowing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> and then you had like speakers set up in just random areas yeah. playing yep. at different times yep. all the way up. Yeah. It's fucking shit. I know. It was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was terrible. So it was not shit this weekend. Well, it that's was good. A, fucking blast um so anyway and that might be why marona feels like shit is he caught something in that crowd <laughs> which uh, yeah i can see that but um anywho has he ubered I, since then i don't know i don't know uh i know it was pretty it was pretty sudden like sunday night because uh, it was on saturday we went saturday and then by Sunday, I was wiped out Sunday. Oh, well, he was fucking dead. He hadn't done anything since then. No, 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 no. It's only been like 48 hours, so. I know you, buddy. <laughs> Drink your OJ. <laughs> all right, so that's that's pretty much all the non-show specific. Obviously, we know we got to get into some shit. But before we get into all of that, I got a video I want to play for you, Doug. Uh, not everything's terrible out there. It doesn't matter how high gas prices are. It doesn't matter if you can't find food. I want to play this as like a little bit of optimism. You know, don't get too down. You know, I'm just going to say this. And, and, and if I get banged for it, I don't care. There are, There is a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that they're spending more, but they are not going to go under. You know, you, you got to stop complaining when there's so many people who literally the inflation rate means they may only have two meals instead of three. There are Americans who did extremely well in the last two years in the market. You still have your job. And yeah, it's costing you more for gas, but guess what? You're still going to take that holiday, that 4th of July vacation. You can still eat out. So I'm going to need you to calm down and back off because it feeds into this fear and then this fear feeds into people making decisions that create it's the very thing that they're fearful of. That bitch is making too much money. That's all I can. That's the only yeah, thing so, I can so surmise calm, from that. So calm down and back off. Yeah, because, calm down and back off. Because your anger, uh, I ain't, ain't nobody got time for this shit. Like, what are, what are you bitching about, Doug? Oh, <laughs> just enjoy your two meals, uh, <laughs> rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're still going to take that vacation, bitch fucking crazy who the fuck do you think i am bitch i ain't had a vacation in 21 years what the fuck is a vacation what the, yeah what the <laughs> fuck is a vacation our vacation yeah. here on this show is uh 
I don't want to record tonight. She makes extremely too much money. <laughs> Whatever. I, and, and I didn't see any value in what she just fucking no. brought to the table. So I don't know who the idiot is that's paying her all this money so she can go on vacation and not worry about gas prices. She, I think she's a uh, like a Washington Post contributor. Uh, yeah. That was obviously on MSNBC. Fuck her. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Gas is fucking me up. It's I fucking mean, everything up. It is fucking me up. I mean, it's... A year ago, it cost me about 10 or 11 bucks a day, depending on where in the city I was working. Yeah. To go to work and come back home. It's gone from 10 or 11 bucks. Now I'm paying 16 and 17 bucks. And that's a, dude, that's a hit. That's a hit. That's a, you're talking 30, 40 more bucks a week, you know? Yeah, that shit adds up. It does. It adds up quick. And when you're, when you're already, uh, you know, living, you know, I'm, I'm, you, you, dude. I will never say that I'm not fortunate. I, I'll never say that because I am. Yeah. You know, I have a house. I have a studio yeah, we, in here. We and, all are and, here and, yeah, in Northern. Rand. Yeah. But at the same time, it takes everything I have to keep what I have. Yeah. And it's not a. There's no room for error at all. And so when I hear bitches like that spitting out fucking. <laughs> shit like that yeah. you know it just yeah it, shut up money bags you're it, still gonna be fine you make too much money that's all i can say is if you yeah. if you feel that way then then you don't you're not living in the real world correct you're living in the you're living off the fringe of the one percent yeah you know? you're an elite yeah that's not affected a, by this exactly and and the commoners yes rabble rousing yeah. has apparently been too much how, how about you calm the yeah, fuck down the commoners bitch? yeah <laughs> yeah the fucking commoners the commoner look this is and, th- and this goes back in the past two years dude yep. the same motherfuckers that burnt down the police station are the same people that fucking stormed Washington on January the 6th. We're all that's, the same. That's what we've been uh, saying. Th- we've been saying this the whole time. There's no difference in in what you... There's no difference in us. The only difference is economic. And, and if people would fucking quit saying stupid shit like that cunt right there just said... <laughs> That that is uh, that's an economic statement. Correct. What she just said proves that she's clueless. Yeah, dude. They said on the news every day. There, uh, there. All of these people, like uh, politicians, and well, it's only another dollar a gallon. Well, it's only you know historically we're in. Yeah, what, what the fucking history? I'm not living in history. I'm living right now. You know what the fuck? Yeah. You know. I mean, you're talking they. they it's bring the worst. all this shit up that has no bearing on fucking people on, reality. on regular people. Yeah, yeah, it's infuriating. It's gaslighting. It is. It's, it is exactly. And like, that's why I say it's the same fuckers that stormed Washington or the same people that burnt down the fucking police station. Yeah, people are pissed. They're, they're just yeah, they're pissed and they have no faith that anything <laughs> is gonna get better. Exactly. And and, and they've and they've been proven right to this point because nothing really has and that, well, in so, a lot of ways. You know that's the that's the battle right there. That's politics. The politics is to keep us divided. Now, if that same group of people that burnt down the police station ever really hooked up with the same people that stormed Washington, and they saw how similar they were, you know yeah. how how uh, they're not that far apart. They're yeah. only you know there's just fucking inches They're between next them. door neighbors yeah. yeah your fucking neighbors dude well if 
that can never happen. That's what the that's what the whole government is. That's what they dread. Yeah. That that's why they peddle in fear or division or all of that. The reason they do that is to keep us separate. Because if we're all together, we're dangerous to them. Correct. You know, correct we're a danger to them. So I mean, it's. It's just that bitch is, oh, oh, <laughs> bitch, you need to, you need to come down here and work with me for about two weeks uh-huh. and take my pay and, uh, and forego what you do, yep. whatever you do and see, and, and then tell me gas is not fucking <laughs> kicking your ass. Yeah. Kicking you right in the fucking yeah. taint. And I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going on vacation anywhere. Well, I was hoping that maybe it would have been a positive and motivational uh, video, Doug, because all you got to do is just calm down. Like, just come on, just grumps. Just calm down. Back off. Yeah. Don't just be back so, off. Don't be so moody about the economy, silly goose. Just, uh, you back know. Back off. <laughs> Better back off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when we have people like that out there. You know, sending out the message, uh, we're fucked. <laughs> no, I know. I oh, what? You don't like your loaf of bread? There's some people that only have half a loaf of bread. Stinky. Like, just stop being such a grumpy goose about it and get back to work. Yeah, the the balls on that broad. Yeah, that was that was quite a statement. But like, speaking of you know, uh, an evergreen subject that we'll always have to discuss on this podcast and it goes back to what you just were talking about the division the one thing that is still happening that blows my mind which i don't think anybody's watching i really especially with the news that came out over the week but i don't know who the fuck is actually watching these january 6th committee hearings they're a circus it's a circus it's a it's a tv show uh there's no cross-examination there's the committee was formed illegally. They don't even meet the requirements of what a fucking congressional committee is supposed to be made up of. Uh, and I know that. And the people, the only people, I don't, I don't, let me recollect my thoughts. I don't know who the fuck is the target audience. Because I, the people who don't think it was what they're saying it was, this won't change their mind. And the people that do think it was what they're saying it is, or was, uh, this isn't going to make them think that anymore. It's just going to be more of like, yeah, see, I told you I was right. And it's just going to further divide. I think it's merely another distraction. A hundred percent. It's, it's, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to distract people off of things that, you know, and I told you about this a couple of days ago. I've been diving into the fucking Western United States water shortage. I've been diving into this, dude. Yeah, those I mean, poor at bastards. First, at first, it was fucked. Lake Mead. At first, I was just concentrating on Lake Mead, but then I went to Powell, and then Powell led me all the way to the Colorado River. Right now, right now, the Western United States is in peril, and they don't even know it yeah. because nobody's telling them. Yeah, I mean, now there's a few outliers out there that's telling. Uh, they're hey, raising the red flag, like, yeah. "Hey, we got some fucking problems but, going down." But you're not what they're not telling you on the fucking news every day, like they're drilling this shit in your head. Correct. You know uh, that we're about to have the one of the biggest mass migrations in this country. Uh, people, people always see these mass migrations all over, um, you know, the world, and they're like, "Hey, eh, you know, whatever." This country's about to see one. Mm-hmm. And I I would say within the next 10 years, 
I'd say that soon. If not sooner. Uh, yeah. And because uh, if you look at any, anybody that listens to this podcast, look at Lake Mead. That's all I have to tell just, you to do. Just go on YouTube. Just go on YouTube. And just type in Lake and Mead type water in level. Lake Mead. And, <laughs> and, and that's all you have to do. I mean, you're talking about the water source for 40 million people. Not only that, but Hoover Dam, which right now it's an inactive pool. Hoover Dam cannot make power right now. And I've heard, and that I've heard, is not everybody. Everybody, they say it in their own thing when they built the dam. They showed the water level. Yeah, and now, now they're trying to say, "Oh no, we can we still generate have two, some. We still have two hundred feet of water yeah, uh, yeah. loss that we can withstand before it's a dead pool." But, but that's not that's not what the case is. The case yeah. is they can't make power right now. That right now, more power is coming from Lake Powell to. Make make up for the fact that they're they not making power at Lake at Hoover Dam right now, and that's a fact. And look, the Hoover and, Dam to make it so, and and the Hoover Dam generates approximately what like thirty five percent of thirty six percent of of Vegas's electricity. Now they're already having blackouts in Vegas. I know this. I've, that there's people talking about it. That they now this is and this is what's going to happen. In in their own documents, the government documents for Hoover Dam, mm-hmm. when they built Hoover Dam and the generators that generate the power, the lowest that the lake level can drop is 1,050 feet above sea level. That's the lowest level it can drop for the power to work. Okay. Right now, the lake is at 1,043 feet. Whoops, it is. Seven feet lower. Than what their own government shit says that it can power. Because, you know, because now they're coming back. Because you brought this to my attention a couple of weeks ago. And so I've been kind of peeking in every few days. And they're retconning that number. Like the last video yeah. I saw a couple of days ago is like, uh, technically we can run at 825 yes. feet yeah. of yeah. you know the water level is that. And it's like. I don't know. I remember this number being a lot higher yeah, a few yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. A hundred feet and it's over, dude. Yeah. 950, it's a dead pool. 950 yeah. is when Lake Mead becomes a dead pool. Yeah. And what a dead pool is, if in case anybody doesn't know what that means, that means that water from the lake cannot flow downstream. Mm-hmm. It's dead. It's a, it can't do anything. Therefore, it can't make power. It can't do anything anymore. Yep. And Hoover Dam is completely useless. Now, I don't know why the news organizations aren't fucking red alert red alert red alert on this because it's it's very concerning yeah and when you look at late uh, when you look at uh the colorado river itself is down because snowpack is down there's they're not getting any snow they've been in a drought for three and a half years <sighs> where they're not getting the snowpack mm-hmm. and this year man is so fucking hot out there and it's drying the lake up not only that, but people are sucking it, sucking water out of that lake. It's all of the drinking water for fucking Las Vegas. You well, and know and I mean? not to mention the mass exodus out of California over the last yes. two years, yep. where the first states to pick up the majority of that was Nevada and Arizona. Yep. There was a lot that went to Texas. There was a lot that went into Florida. We picked up a lot of Californians as well. Um, but our environment's very different. We've get, we get a shit ton of rain. And, uh, and compared, especially compared to the Western United States, right? And the way the West is right now, um, California has the they have dibs on it. 
Mm-hmm. In other words, California, from the Colorado River, uh, all the water that comes from the Colorado River, which is Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, I mean, all the fucking, it's like eight states get their fucking everything from the Colorado River. Yep. Everything. And California has dibs on it because they got the most fucking people. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but Cal- the biggest thing California has dibs on it for is agriculture. Yep. They got to irrigate they those are- fields. Now, now this is this is a uh, this I, I got to look up the name of this lake. I, I'm gonna let me, I'm, let me pause. Well, while while you're going on, I, yeah. While you're looking, the thing about it is is like uh, I don't know how much water gets used just to generate power, but the the conversation is not going to lead to well build nuclear power plants or build alternative energy sources, you know, because. Everybody's seen Chernobyl. Everybody knows about Three Mile Island and what the fuck went hap- you know, what went down over in Fukushima. But it's like I I have faith that you can build a modern day nuclear power plant in the middle of the fucking desert, mind you. So if it ever does go haywire, you're literally not gonna fuck up major metropolises. And you can get around this. It's called Tulare Lake in the San Joaquin Valley in California. Uh, that whole valley was a lake. Mm-hmm. It was the ninth largest lake in the United States, and it was the largest freshwater lake west of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. The largest freshwater lake. Now, what the farmers did is uh, they made they had a deal, had some kind of sweetheart deal <clears throat> to grow cotton, and they irrigated all of these fields with that lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they carved it up and carved it up until the lake completely dried up. Yeah, they drained the ninth largest lake in the United States for agriculture. Mm-hmm. All right, now that same fucking lake now is the San Joaquin Valley. It's where the it's where the they grow all the food, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. the, it's the best fucking you know soil and shit. Oh yeah. So now they have to pump all this fucking water in. You know, Washington State is always. That fucking they're always battling california yeah. for just water from washington yeah but the colorado river dude that is that is california's lifeline yeah that's what they survive on well and if i can and, steal the line from arona because i brought this up to arona and you know he lived out in arizona he was arona from arizona yeah, for the first yeah. little while on this show and um and he still has family out there and he he said as of a couple days ago he's like yeah People probably shouldn't live in the fucking desert. This is probably this is kind of a sign, and this kind of goes to the mass exodus. Yeah. Is yeah. that some places eventually God will win? <laughs> like, yeah, you can yeah. engineer your way temporarily into a little bit of bliss, but if it if water doesn't fall from the fucking sky long enough, you can't live there any longer. Right, and it's just a fucking reality. Yeah, and and you know what they're talking about now? They're talking about digging a channel. From the Mississippi River. Yeah. Yeah. To dump into the Colorado. I'm sure that's much cheaper than and, having a desalination <laughs> fucking water treatment plant that you plop into San Diego the, or something. Right, this shit. is the thing with desal. I've gone into that too. Yeah. I've learned a lot about this shit. You, for every two gallons you put in, you only get one gallon out. Mm-hmm. And what's left over uh, is it's, it's brine. It's yeah. like uh, real salty shit. Now, I have an idea. <laughs> I don't know why they don't think of this. 
run it through again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you run it, you run it through once, and uh, you get water out. Run the motherfucker through again. And run it through again. Sell it to Canada until it's all nothing but salt. Yeah, and then, all you have left is salt. And then sell that shit to the northern, you know, United States, wherever it yeah. snows a lot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you're done. You're done. Look at there. We've I, solved it. We solved desal right I, there. I've heard. Uh, I got a buddy that lives out in California, an internet friend. Uh, I've never met him in person, but uh, he's a good dude. And he did a full video on the reason why those are not economically sound yet, and it's the cost uh, because it all the wear and tear on all the equipment, right? Because you're just pumping all that salt shit through. It's not yet cost effective, but there's no way in fucking hell you can tell me that trudging water from the fucking mississippi all the way across the united states is any cheaper to like the colorado the dumbest river. shit ever and 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 what that'll do you know that what that what that would ultimately do is fuck us all mm-hmm. that would ultimately fuck us all yeah because uh, it's just like just like jim was saying and just like it, it even Sam Kennison. I'll go back to Kennison. <laughs> he, he had one of the greatest fucking, yeah. one of the greatest skits ever. He's fucking talking about people in fucking the Middle East. You know, he goes, you go up to him and you say, look, see what this is? What is this? It's sand. You know what it's going to be in a thousand years? <laughs> fucking sand. sand. <laughs> you know? And he says, we don't need to, you know, we need to send them U-Hauls. That's why we need to send them. Yeah. Don't send them food. Don't send them all that shit. Send them U-Hauls yeah, get to the move fuck out, out of there. the fucking desert. Move. Yeah. Move. <laughs> you know? Ah, that's, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, it's fucking crazy, man. I, and people, you know, like I told, I told you, my friend that's out in California. I mean, I, I I have like three or four friends that are still out there, but one of them constantly says, "Every time I'm like, dude, when are you gonna leave? Never, man. The weather's the weather's too fucking good. great. Yeah, well, the weather's killing you. I'm like, it, it it is the it is the, and I know the guy's intelligent. You know, I'm like, are you really? It's weather. Is the weather that good in California? Yeah. Is it so good out there that? I mean, hell, I've seen, I, they have heat waves where it gets like 110 degrees in the fucking, yep. that, just like here. I mean, I, can you not withstand a few rainy days? Like, so uh, the podcast, one of the podcasts I went on last week, uh, Rebel with a Cause, uh, go check it out, especially uh, ignoring the ignoring Ransom and Magoo episode. But the episode before me, he had on uh, a female by the name of Britt, who lives here in Georgia now and somewhere in the Atlanta area, probably not too far. Um, but she came from California. She'd lived 35 years out in California, whatever. And she on that, on her episode, uh, with Eric was talking about how she still finds herself. Like every time she drives by a river or a lake, she's like, Oh my God, look. And like her kids are like, yeah, mom, we fucking know <laughs> like every body of water you pointed out. <laughs> yeah. but, and she's like amazed that there's this there's much water, water yeah, just right. sitting She's like, there's neighborhoods yeah. with fucking lakes around yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I can't believe how like lush and green it is here. She absolutely loves it compared to California. It's like, yeah, there's too many fucking people concentrated in certain areas, and it makes you go, it makes you go fucking loopy. Oh, and, 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 and it makes it you, it gives you, a, it gives you a false sense of security. Like, well, look at all the buildings and everything around. Like, like nothing. This could never go poorly. Right. Right. 
And it's what's so crazy about it is it's just Southern California. You know, Northern California is killer. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, canopy yeah. and shit, you know, I mean, it's more like, you know, Washington and yeah. Oregon. Mammoth and, Mountain. Yeah. You know, everything north of Sacramento. Yeah. Wine country. Yep. Um, it's crazy. It is. It's a, it's a, uh, it's perplexing. It's just surprising it's to me that nobody's covering it. I guess maybe unless you live in California. Uh, or in the Southwest, maybe it might be bigger news locally out there, but that's a national story. Dude, this is, this is life threatening shit. I mean, it really is. Cause look, there's, I, and I, like I said, I've been diving into this all week. There are farms. There's that this year, that this year, uh, they were talking to this one farmer. Uh, now this is just a private farmer. He had 1200 acres. 600 acres are feral this year. Jesus. 600 acres. And I mean, and it's just dust, yeah. dude. And there's no water to water his farm because all the big farms are getting the water. Mm-hmm. Now, and now that water's running out quick, too, at the big farms. And that's another thing that I, that, that took me into another area, rabbit which, hole is, after rabbit. which is food shortages. It's going to directly a, contribute to that. Yeah. yeah. And there's a, uh, there's one thing that I found that was that scared the shit out of me. I mean, really scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And they said that we and we'll know this by the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one thing that I saw <clears throat> said that it. And if this happens, this is going to be this is going to devastate the whole world. But uh, he said that he sees up to forty percent of <clears throat> all the farming in California wiped out. Not, not, not just this year, but he's talking about going away this year and never coming back. Yeah. Unreclaimable farmland. Yes. Up to 40%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine what that's going to do to everything? Well, to and, everything. And that was one point. Because you can't make more water. You know, I mean, no. they, you know, they can try the desal and all that shit all they want to, but yeah, I mean, <coughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's, they're in, they're in peril. They oh, really are. For sure. And no one is, no one seems to give a fuck. No. It's like, wow. What, when's the new iPhone coming out? I'm just waiting until they start putting Brondo on the crops, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it, it has electrolytes. Yeah. It's yeah, what weird. plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we can get that turned, we're fine, Doug. We're fine, man. <laughs> yeah. It's over. It's over. But like that was one of the points I made to uh, a friend of mine in a debate we had uh, about a topic we'll be covering later on this episode, and we were going back and forth about like, hey, I think all the squealing that's currently happening, which I wholeheartedly believe is used as just a distraction tactic to keep everybody divided, will go out the fucking window once the economic shit truly hits. You can't tell me there's not indicators all over the place. I mean, literally go to a gas pump, literally go to the grocery store. We're in it. Literally look at Lake Mead. <laughs> yeah. And I don't need to wait two or three quarters yeah. before they have the balls to call it a recession. We're in a fucking recession. Yeah, yeah. It's here. Here's the thing about recessions. You're already in it before they can call it that. Right. And we're in it. And, it, and the reason that that is, is because a recession is... is what is it? Two quarters, yep. two consecutive quarters of negative growth, Correct. or whatever. Correct. So, 
Now they're going to play with the numbers. They play, they're going to play with the numbers to make oh, it as positive. Oh no, we're still way in positive. Down. Yeah, we're it's still. like cool. So we're working and still not producing right. anything. Yes, even worse. So you got all these people that you're claiming are working that aren't making enough to keep up with inflation. Not to mention all of the supply chain uh, issues. Mix it in with farming, not being able to produce a, a crop or a product to come to market for all the other fucked up, crazy, kooky tinfoil hat reasons where they're having to kill all these animals indiscriminately for reasons that who the fuck knows why. You, you can't be doing that, killing millions upon millions of chickens and cattle while there's droughts going on, supply chain issues, inflation, fuels to fucking like we are on a suicide mission right now. And that's not the topic of conversation. And in fact, they don't want to mention it at all. And they would rather you just tune in on any news station for at least two hours to hear about January fucking six. Yep. Like yep. even if they melted the capital into the earth. Uh, it still would not affect your life as much as what's on its way. And I don't mean to be a, a fear-mongering <laughs> doom and gloomer. It's I, I'm surprised at how little attention the important shit's actually getting. So instead, we got to be focused on some bullshit that everybody's mind's already made up. You're not swaying any minds. But occasionally, and most people aren't even paying attention. They're not watching it. The ratings are shit. Um, but I'm still paying attention. Ratings. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm still paying attention because I'm a glutton for punishment. And for everybody that's not paying attention, I think that there's a little fuckery afoot. And yeah, it's obvious. It's a bunch of, it's a political theater thing. But outside of that, just yesterday, one Michael Stinger, and you're probably going, who the fuck is that, Jim? Why do I need to know that name? Sounds like a porn star. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Sting it. Yeah. Uh, anybody order a politician? <laughs> yeah, anybody order some gonorrhea? <laughs> yeah, it's a stinger. <laughs> I'd give you a stinger. Got to get ramped up for erection season. Um, but yeah, if you don't know that name, he was the Senate Sergeant at Arms. And if you're going, Jim, what the fuck is that? Well, that's the motherfucker that is in charge of securing the Capitol on January 6th. He's the head cop. Yeah. At the Capitol. Yeah. On the day in which everything went to yes. shit. Well, isn't it funny, Doug? I, I like to look at coincidences and things and try to laugh at them. You know, with this whole committee hearing. They had a committee hearing today. And this Michael Stinger was supposed to be there today to testify. Um, but he couldn't. Because he died yesterday. What a kawinky dink. Hmm. A sudden and <clears throat> unexpected passing now donald trump did it i mean just yeah he's really becoming a clinton yes look at you go donald <laughs> i tell you if you, taking out Uzi was no good if you can't beat him join him you're all on my hit list i'm on a fucking war path you're all fucked you're done <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah, you want to see an insurrection? I'm coming for all of you. But yeah, just one day before the Capitol Riot Committee is set to call a surprise hearing to present newly uncovered evidence. Oops, he's not there. Sorry, you're just gonna have to believe us now. 
Which, you know, there's a long track record of shit like this happening. And we're supposed to just, like, move the fuck on, not think that it has anything to do with anything. Like, there's no big motivation or, or you know, there's no motive at all behind this. They're literally just trying to get, they're trying to uh, get to the bottom of justice. Yes. Guys. They're looking for our well-being. Yes. Not for their political gain. It's for our well-being. And you know what? I, I should probably thank them for that because they're really... They're really putting themselves out there. They're looking for the truth. Exactly. But apparently they're not going to be able to find it because this guy just died. Like, this is really going to harm their ability to go out and seek the truth. And that bums me out. But, yeah. So this isn't the first time shit like this happened. I mean, you got, obviously, some of the more famous stories of people just up and dying, you know, for no apparent reason. Like, Jeffrey Epstein. Oops. Totally hung himself. Totally. Totally. 100%. Nothing to see here. Um, all you conspiracy wackos. What was the Clinton aide? What was that guy's name? Uh, uh, the attorney. Richard? Wasn't he an, an attorney for the Clintons? Yeah, there's a couple of them. The, uh, the, the old this, uh, this dude died in D.C. though, right in a park or something. Yeah, the, the old fucking, two gunshots to the head yeah, suicide. Yeah, the old tap, the old Man. double tap. I don't ever plan on killing myself, but if I do, I know I'm going to shoot myself twice in the head. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. It's it. And there are a lot of coincidences out there. Yeah, so... Could be. It just echoes recent stories we've heard. I've mentioned Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, his other cohort, I forget his name off the top of my head, he also was found dead in a jail cell. Mysteriously. And then uh, the last remaining person involved in that case, we've covered uh, numerous times on this podcast, one big-tittied Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine, we call her Ghislaine. That's true. Yes, we do. Yes, yes. Very well. Um, we almost went NPR there. Um, <laughs> um, hey, yeah, Ghislaine. Um, so Ghislaine just got sentenced to 20 years in federal prison. Oh, you don't this say. This week. You don't say. Yes, very much so. Wow. got a very sad time in the Ghislaine household. I'm sure that they're, <laughs> just, <laughs> they're fucking distraught. Yes. So it's funny, though, because... Um, yeah, the day before the uh, sentencing came down, surprisingly, she was put on suicide watch. Now, where have we heard this exact fucking storyline? She's going to be dead in a month, if not sooner, is my take. Um, yeah, old uh, old Jelaine Maxwell gets 20 years and immediately is put on suicide watch. My only hope is, if they want to keep her alive, the best thing that they could do is go get the Uvalde Police Department and just have them... Just tell them that there's an active shooter in Jelaine, Ghislaine's, Ghislaine's uh, jail cell, and they'll, and they'll do, stand watch. And they'll do a bang up job. They will at least make sure she stays alive for an hour and 14 minutes. Bang up. That's guaranteed. It's undeniable. And, I mean, they should all be out of a job by now. So this is a way to, like, just keep them employed and keep Ghislaine alive <laughs> one hour at a time. <laughs> Until she inevitably, you know, falls and like breaks her neck. Hey, uh, they do a bang up job. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. So we haven't really addressed the whole, and that's all I have on Ghislaine. You know, whatever, you're a fucking monster. You deserve life uh, times uh, however many girls were fucking on that island. 20 years. Get the fuck out of here. That's a joke. You can literally give her two days. She's going to be dead before she can even get to the end of that uh, that sentence anyhow. But we haven't actually talked about the Uvalde thing, mainly because we were off the week it happened. And then the week we came back, I didn't feel like talking about it. Because by then, it was to me, it was old. It was like, yeah, they fucked up. Killing kids is terrible. I don't know what new takes you can have on something that's that 
blatantly, obviously bad. Quite a new take. Well, some shit has come out since then. And uh, like in the beginning, I was even defending the cops because the allegations against them were so batshit. I was like, come on, guys. Like, this is so not typical. Fuck what you think about cops. You love them, hate them, whatever. Oh, you're a bootlicker. Hey, fuck off. I look at things and I try to be as objective as I can. I'm like, there's no way that cops would do what they're claiming they did. You know, they spent more of their time, you know, arresting parents outside and tasing dads who wanted to go in. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'll say this. I'll say this. When it first happened, uh, the DEA agent that actually shot the guy that killed the guy. Border Patrol. Border Patrol. I'm sorry, Border Patrol guy mm-hmm. that that actually shot the guy. He said in in his statement when it very first happened, and I saw his statement, you know, he was like, I don't know what the fuck they were waiting on. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what the fuck. That he, and he said in his statement in the very beginning, this could have been avoided. Yeah. You know? And, and I was like, so so that's why when they started coming up with the, you know talking shit about the cops and all of that I was thinking yeah man they fucked up because I mean even the border patrol guy said yeah. this about the local cops and I know you know you don't want to believe that you don't want to believe it but no. it was absolutely true because it the claims that have now come out to be proven true um are just so egregious that I can't imagine that humans would even be capable of doing that like i, I know it's crazy fuck? and if anybody doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about uh because you're a responsible human being and you don't fill your life with fucking needless uh justice. things that will dis- <laughs> depress you into the point of fucking offing yourself needless, uh, needless justice <laughs> observations then uh kudos to you but whether you're aware or not i'm gonna play it straight from the fucking mouth of the chief of the Department of Public Safety, the head director of the state of Texas, who came in and had to clean up this mess. And he can't, you can only cover so long until the evidence compels you to tell the truth. And this is him telling the truth. Yes. There's compelling evidence that the law enforcement response to the attack at Robb Elementary was an abject failure and antithetical to everything we've learned over the last two decades since the Columbine massacre. Three minutes after the subject entered the West Building, there was sufficient number of armed officers wearing body armor to isolate, distract, and neutralize the subject. The only thing stopping a hallway of dedicated officers from entering room 111 and 112 was the on-scene commander who decided to place the lives of officers before the lives of children. That is a fucking kill shot. Forgive my metaphor. But he direct he pointed out the single the, the single person responsible for everything that happened that day. The commander. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh Aaron Nato or whatever the fuck his name is. The, he the, did. the chief of Uvalde police who was there on scene in running command. Has he, per- kill, has he killed himself yet? Uh, no, but he probably needs to. Like, I, I, and I know that's a bad thing to say, but I mean, come on, dude. Like, how the fuck can you even live with yourself? 
it was your call. All you had to do was let the cops go in and do what they wanted to do. They didn't want to sit in the fucking hallway, but because they're such good officers, uh, where they follow orders, this is the time where it's like, fuck orders. There's lives at stake. Go in there and fucking Swiss cheese the dude. And I wouldn't be surprised if the cops ended up killing some kids by the time they finally went in there because they were just so mismanaged and just, and I know that's, I'm throwing shots out there. Um, it's because this shit pisses me the fuck off. No, I bet. I bet it does. And dude, it should it piss was, everybody it, off. It, it should. It should piss everybody off. And dude, it's, you know, the same thing. This happened somewhere else. Where was it? Where the cop was outside and could have gone in. Parkland. Uh, Parkland. Yes. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. Because they had um, a retired cop that they hired on to yeah. be security or whatever, I think. Or, or and he was nearing like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Correct. You know? Correct. And, uh, and you know, the Supreme Court has already come out and said that law enforcement nationally have no duty to sacrifice themselves uh, to save a member of the public. Like, they, they don't have a duty to protect you. Is basically what came out well doesn't it say to serve and protect yeah but you know taglines and bumper stickers are just cool yeah i guess so it's it's really cool to have a to serve and protect bumper sticker on your fucking tank as you're uh (laughs) taking a ripping up the streets of fucking downtown wherever i can can get 95 amber alerts that there's a dad who wanted to spend a little too much time with his children but you can't you can't fucking go in and like pop this dude in the fucking melon within the first three minutes. Yeah, like I know it's and, and this it is. And this fuels the fire because it's such a fucking egregious, you know, misstep, and that's putting it lightly, that it fuels the fire for everybody now saying, you know, uh and, and rightfully so, there's good arguments, you know, they to everybody that loves guns saying, oh, they want to take my guns and have me rely on the cops. The cops don't have a duty to protect you. They don't have a duty to show up at your house and take out a threat. Uh, self-defense is a responsibility that's on you. Yeah, yeah. And the cops are only there to clean up the fucking mess and right. and, and figure out who might have... Uh, and charge you when you do defend <laughs> yeah, yourself. Exactly, exactly. And so, I don't know, man. This shit kind of bothers me in multiple different directions because it's easy to look at dead kids and say this is on you and i'm just mad that way and i already hated cops and this just now further proves and solidifies all of my thoughts before and it's like i get that totally get it um it's it's easy to it's easy to think that way because your interaction with police they're they're rarely ever good it's usually because they're gonna get some money out of you yeah or or Take away your rights a little bit and put you in a fucking cage. Hey, I get it. But I know too many cops um, that never, you never get told any of the good shit they do. You never hear of anything else that they do uh, in the community that isn't absolutely wretched. Right. And so, yeah, I fucking hate the whole Uvalde situation. It's, uh, it sucks all the way around, but fuck that guy. Um, That, that chief officer, you know, that was in command, he should not only get stripped of his position, he should be held liable for criminal charges. He should be held for 19 second degree murders or a homicide or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Manslaughter. Second yeah, degree manslaughter. manslaughter. I don't, yeah, give a sh- yeah, I don't yeah, care. Something, yeah. Cause he, 
<laughs> yeah, at least. I mean, because now they were there. They were chasing the guy, right? Am I am I right in this? So the the, the, the shooter guy the shooter over and and jumped out of a truck, right? So this is I've been paying way too much attention to this. So the shooter shot his grandmother in the face. Right. Stole her truck. Everybody's yes. like, "How did he get this truck? He doesn't make that much money." I'll get to that in a minute. Right, right. The truck wasn't his. The yeah. truck was his grandmother's. His grandmother's, yes. Shoots grandma in the face, steals her truck, and hit his entire intention was to go to the school to do the shooting. What has come out later is that he's a shitty driver. There was a turn that he didn't make and he blew right through it. And that's where he crashed into that ravine, that concrete uh, drainage embankment right. that you've seen helicopter footage of. And it was close enough to the school. So he gets out, but he had so much ammo with him. It was too heavy for him to carry with him. It was like 75 pounds of just magazines. And uh, so he drops that there. And then he walks over to the school. While he's walking over to the school, there's a funeral home across the street where two guys heard the wreck, were coming to check on him, and he opens up fire on him. Doesn't hit him. And they go back inside. Now, by now, there's there's phone calls about an accident. There's phone calls about gunshots. Yeah. It's a small town. Right. And the police were already there three minutes after he entered the school because before he ever entered the school, he's shooting at the school from outside the building. And the story had changed 16 different times that, you know, there was a door that was propped open. Well, it turns out that actually the, there was a teacher who moved the rock out of the way and the, and shut the door, but the door didn't lock the door was supposed to lock. So he just walks in. The classroom doors, everybody said, oh, they're supposed to be locked. You can only lock it from the outside. The teachers can't lock it from the inside. So he just walked into uh, these two classrooms. And it turns out that the reason why those two classrooms were chosen is because when he, w when he went to Rob Elementary School as a child, he had classes in those two classrooms. So he was going to go in there and just kill everybody. And that's what he did. But three minutes after he entered the school, which let's be honest, the majority of the kids that he shot and killed yeah, were probably already, were probably already yeah. dead. But you probably, not probably, you could have at least saved three to five additional kids right. that, he, that they know for a fact he killed later right. while the cops were just sitting there. So to be a parent and not know when your child passed in that time frame, that's going to eat you up for the rest of your life. And it's going to make you hate cops. Oh, yeah. And in this case, deservedly so. There ain't shit I can say that uh, is going to change that. But then it turns into a circus where you have Matthew McConaughey showing up at the White House acting uh, and basically saying nothing the whole time. Just, you know, I'm from Uvalde and I learned how to work with guns and we need common sense gun control. And I drive a Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Fuck gun control. You think that the parents want to hear about how you want to restrict their access to guns and we're supposed, because if you can't, if you can't get guns or it's much more difficult to get them for everybody, who do you get to rely on now for your safety and your protection? The police. Well, the police laid a big fat fucking egg. So do you think it's, do you think now's the time that people actually want to be having this fucking chit chat about restriction 
uh, of access to guns. Like, read the room. And maybe I'm not good at reading the room. Maybe everybody does want uh, to get guns out of this country, but uh, too late. Too fucking late. I was listening to a very interesting interview that I'm sure a lot of Republicans out there that love Leonard Skinner, they just love them some Leonard Skinner, boy. Mm -hmm. Fucking old Sean Hannity, boy, he hangs out with them and they love them some Leonard Skinner. Mm. They need to listen to an interview with Ronnie Van Zant in 1977 about guns. <laughs> they should listen to that interview and see how they feel about Leonard Skinner after that. Well, what do they say? Well, Ronnie Van Zant, of course, the song Thir Saturday Night Special, he tells you in the song how he feels about guns. It's it, all you have to do is listen to the lyrics of the man song. Yeah. And, and he says that in the interview, he's they ask him about handguns and he said, they should all be gone, man. He said, they should t put them all in the bottom of the sea. And that's, that's where it. I would say, that's it. And that's, I, I mean, and that's what he says. And he says, he's been shot. Mm -hmm. He had been shot and he said he wasn't going to go into it, you know, but he said, uh, that he don't believe he said, he, he said the song is how he actually feels. And if you listen to He's not talking about doing away with guns. He's talking about handguns. Mm -hmm. And and in the last verse of the song, handguns are made for killing. They ain't no good for nothing else. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's the way he felt. Now a lot of the staunch Republicans out there that, that they raised the flag of Leonard Skinner. They Leonard Skinner was all about the guns and shit. No, they weren't. They, uh, Ronnie Van Zant wasn't anyway. Yeah. Now he was he was for defending the home and all of that shit, mm -hmm. but he he did not believe in handguns at all, and I agree with that. I do uh, now rifles and fucking all that kind of shit. Yeah, but a handgun, all a handgun is made for is shooting somebody. That's all it's made for. Yeah, that's the only reason they're made, and and I just that's not cool. I just don't think it's cool. I yeah, mean, but, but I mean it's it's kind of a moot. No, I thing know. to say. I mean, because there's millions and yeah, millions, yeah, hundreds and, of millions. But, and that's the funny thing is, like, they constantly want to keep going after long rifles or yeah. weapons of war. Yeah, yeah, and they do nothing. No, it's the handguns. Yeah, <laughs> it's all. It's the, always a nine mil, a fucking the forty four. Yeah, the I mean, stats are out there. Yeah, the yeah. overwhelming majority of gun violence, and it ain't even close. Yeah, uh, is handguns. Yeah, out of the. Tens of thousands of gun deaths in this country every year. AR-15s make up for about 200 of them. Yeah. It the is, other, it's a minuscule percentage. The other million are... <laughs> are people shooting shoot, themselves yeah, with, with handguns. Handgun. yeah. And that's another thing. Yeah, is like you couldn't if, shoot yourself if, if you had a long rifle. Yeah. yeah. Kurt Cobain less. just entered the well, chat. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't... I don't you have that long... That, that's questionable. That's toes and shit. I don't know. I don't know. I'm... One day we'll get into the Kurt Cobain, will, yes. quote unquote, suicide. Yeah, I don't I, agree with that either. I don't think he did it. I don't think he did either. I don't think he did either. I think we'll find some agreement on this. Uh -huh. But it's just, there's so much retardation that gets sprung up anytime there's like a hot button issue mixed in with a bunch of sensationalism. And most of the time it comes about by massive failures. Right. Uh, in Uvalde, it was the massive failure of the school. It was a massive failure of the police. It was a massive failure, first and foremost, of the family of the shooter. Yeah. After this happened, you still have his mom out there like, you shouldn't blame him for what happened. 
You know, he was going through some stuff. It's like, bitch, you should, you should burn back in a house. Off. You should burn in a yeah. Back off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can afford gas. Back off. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just such a fucking depressing story. But I figure we at least had to touch on it. Now that they've released their findings, it's fucking worse than they even claimed it was to begin with. And they should all fucking rot in hell. Yeah, it is. It's disgusting, man. Uh, there's so many. Uh, so many details about that and about, uh, hell, even uh, Sandy Hook. Uh, there's just, uh, uh, when you go into all of these, it's just, it's maddening. Yeah. I mean, now Columbine, I get, because it had never happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I I don't, I'm not saying I get it. I'm just saying I understand the failures. Understanding there. it isn't that, agreeing it, with it. Yeah, yeah. It's just understanding for for what it was. Right, right. And because how that it could had, happen. Because it had never happened. Yeah. But then once that happened, now uh, you look at all the failures because mm-hmm. it happened. Yeah. And and not only did it happen, it's happened many, many times since then. And the, the and, interesting thing is the first thing that comes out from the people who don't like guns is we we need immediate, stricter gun laws. What What they fail to acknowledge ever is that every proposed gun restriction wouldn't have stopped any of these shootings. Yep. Not a single fucking one. Uh, he bought the guns legally. He passed a background check. Now, the question comes in, how the fuck does a kid like that have the money to buy the $10,000 worth of ammo and gear and guns and optics and everything else, and magazines? The dude had over 75 magazines. Those things aren't fucking cheap either. And ammo with the current prices in this economy? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Must have, had they, a, must have had a friend in the military. And he had a part-time job at Wendy's and that question got brought up in these hearings from uh, where I played the audio from and the guy said no he we looked in all that um, it wasn't his money he used his grandmother's, grandmother's money. debit card right. to make these purchases right. and there's not a goddamn law that you can like I mean, what are you going to do what are you going to do like as it's going to end up infringing on everybody's privacy and rights even more to where you have to have like uh Here's your government issued, you know, purchasing well, device. I mean, well, one thing they could have, uh, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's privacy or what, but I mean, couldn't they see that? Couldn't someone have seen somewhere that all these purchases were happening? Someone at the bank or someone, you know, oh, yeah, said, Hey, I see this guy's buying, a, you know, armor and fucking yep. bullets and shit like that. I mean, it, but. Is it not their duty to take it to the cops and say, hey, this is... No, and I don't want it to be because it's none of your fucking business what I'm buying. Okay, okay. You know, because then it can go into anything. Hey, this guy's buying up a lot of steaks and there's we know that there's going to be a steak shortage. Is this guy going to have a black market on, you know... Here's the thing. Over the last two years... Everybody was buying thousands of dollars in guns no, and yeah, ammo. And ammo and, yeah. So it wouldn't even it wouldn't even make a dent. No, I'm just talking about like an 18 year old kid or uh, yeah, but or a, the, the the biggest reason why I don't like going down that road is credit card monitoring. Now you're gonna have credit card companies tattling to the government that hey, our 
customer, our client. No, I get the is making a lot of that. I get it because it's no different than if you're driving around with ten thousand dollars cash and you get pulled over. Cops are seizing that immediately, but out of the possible likelihood that you're into nefarious law breaking shit. Even if you're literally a preacher that is clean as a whistle and you're just driving the the donation plate and money you, to the you bank. You know how hard that is to get back to? You don't get it back. Yeah, no, there was a guy, I, there's there's a guy that I, I don't know the guy, but I know a guy that works with him. Mm-hmm. He buys diamonds mm-hmm. and he takes cash. Yep. And he goes to, I think it's London. I think he was in London. And he had $180,000 in cash. Mm-hmm. And they took it in London at the airport, and um, he did. They did get it back, but uh, they, uh, it, dude, it took a long, a long time and a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot of money too. But a lot they more did than what he lost to be able to get it back. Yeah, That's the probably. thing is, like, it's a sunk cost fallacy. Like, right? If you have ten grand, there, or or even like whatever the lowest threshold is, and they just immediately confiscate it, um. Uh, the amount of money that you would need to be able to pay for the legal fees to fight it in court and get it back, like that ten grand is going to cost you thirty grand, right? And that's my point. Well, this is, was one hundred eighty grand. I mean, that's a, that's immediately what that would turn into, right? Is it's like it's like a digital red flag law. Oh, this guy just triggered something because what's going to happen immediately? Then everybody's just going to go up to the limit. And spend one dollar less, right? And then wait however long until they're you know wait right. six weeks and then buy nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> and shit. Right. And you're still right. not going to stop this. That's my whole right. point. Is like to be able to stop somebody from doing horrible, atrocious things before they happen. You're going to have to infringe on everybody's rights so hard that you're you are so not free. That it, that trade off ain't worth it. Like, and I'm sorry that 19 kids died in Texas, but I don't want you going over my bank statements trying to see if I might be up to something. Because oh well, back in May of 2020, I see here that Jim bought a new rifle, and you know he could have gone and done something with that rifle. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Though that's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, say some dude 17, 18 years old. And no, I mean, it wouldn't have worked in this case because especially if he was using the mother's debit card. Exactly. But, uh, but, but if he's showing up at places and buying things and he's, you know, young like that and using somebody else's card, Mm -hmm. I mean, that should send up red flags somewhere. If you're if you're seventeen, eighteen years old, and you're buying body. Well, you got to be eighteen fucking, years old anyway. Well, so uh, eight, well, eighteen uh, at the youngest. But well, say you're eighteen, you're buying body armor and fucking a shitload of rounds. I mean, I'm gonna look at you if you're coming into my gun store, and and I see you buying body armor and all this fucking shit that yeah. looks like you could take out of school with. I'm gonna. I'm going to call my buddy at the police department and I'm going to say, Hey, you might want to keep an eye on this kid. Well, and that goes into another thing, you know, every single one of these fucking mass shooters, it comes out later that they were already on the police's radar, whether it's the feds, local cops, they've already interviewed them and sat them down 20 different times. Right. But until they do it, they're not a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. That's the touchy thing. And, and that gets into rights and what are my constitutional rights and, 
you can't fucking just detain me because you have suspicion. You gotta well, you have. You know, back in the day when I was a kid, if you were mental, they could take you, mm-hmm. and put you in a hospital. Yep, they could and, commit uh, you. And uh, uh, do they still do that? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Nope. You can sign yourself out within you know a day. You know, you might have a holding period. Uh, 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 we'll hold them for monitoring, and that's probably what's wrong then. Well, yeah. Well, th- okay. Yeah. So this goes back to, uh, so that was the that was the case back in like the sixties and seventies. At yes. some point, I think in the eighties or nineties, they did away with it. Maybe even earlier. I don't know. But a lot of people that are heavily invested in the homeless uh, epidemic that's ravaged every major city right. over the you know the last generation. They cite that as a reason why the homeless population is yeah exploded. the mentally ill yeah because what they used to do is you know and there's a difference between a homeless guy who literally just lost his job his wife left him right. and he's destitute right and he's just on hard times right his life is going to get a lot worse and he's gonna he's it, it, the the number of success stories are so low that it, the chances are his life is ruined right uh so you have that case but that's still a minority in all the homeless cases. A lot of them are just mentally ill people yeah. who don't want to and cannot uh, maintain any level of living right. uh, the way that the rest of us right. do. That's what they did. They put and, them on the streets. Back in the day, yeah, th- yeah. Back in the day, they used to be committed. Yeah, they were in hospitals. And they were yep. off the streets. Once they got rid of that law or made it to where you can't just commit people against their will, uh, well, poof. Where else are they going to go? They're going to go camp out in a fucking city. And now you got homeless encampments um, because most of them are mentally ill and they need to be in a facility. But yeah, I know. But I, you can't put them there without them saying that they want to be there. So yeah, it's I know it's, it, it is. It's amazing how much has changed mm-hmm. just in my lifetime. I mean, it really is. When I look at when I look across 50 years, man, it's like it's insane. It's yeah. incredible. It's it's like, and it's like every, at least once every decade, it, it just gets unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, because you know it. When I was a kid, a, a small child, you know, there were places like that. I remember they were all over the place. Oh, there yeah. were mental hospitals. I mean, and um, you know, there were uh, they were big. Mm-hmm. They were big. And then I guess I don't know when that changed. I'm I can't really remember. And there's um, an argument it had to be in the eighties. It had to be. Well, everything got into rehabilitation. You know, from from drug use, from mental illness. Everything was like we can save them. Right. And so it went from a no, you're just you, you didn't commit a crime, but you just aren't fit for polite society and you have to be removed from polite society. So we're going to have to hold you here against your will because it's for your own good. But the goal was never to rehab you to re-enter, you know, the population. Right. And so that's why yeah, they're like, we can't to be there the rest of your life. Correct. Yeah. And and obviously the argument's pretty easy to to follow is that well, you can't hold somebody against their will with no recourse to ever right. re-enter, you know, polite society. Even though deep down everybody knows that some people just are never going to make it. They're, they're like they need to be in jail or they, they need to be separated and removed. Right. And if you just leave them and you're seeing this a lot in like LA and New York where now they've gone super soft on uh, sentencing criminals. Right, right. And they're like, oh, I know that you're a violent criminal, 
but we don't think that you should spend the rest of your life in jail because we don't believe that you're getting any rehabilitation there. So we're just going to, we're just going to say, don't do it again. You know, like th- th- that video that came out like a month ago. Now you, now you be good. Now be good this time. You be good. I don't want to see you back around here again <laughs> yeah. as that finger's wagging. But you know, that video that came out a couple of weeks ago where like a lady's uh, pushing her baby in a stroller in an alleyway. Cause apparently I guess everything in LA is an alleyway. And a car just speeds up and like just goes right for him and hits him. Oh no shit! Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, you can take my word for it. I don't want to show it yeah, to you. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to see it. Um, luckily, the baby survived. Mom survived. Mom went up over the hood. She moved the stroller out of the way just in time, but still got nicked by the car. And the guy was attempting to murder a mom and a baby. That's insane. And luckily, another truck, a big-ass fucking like Dodge Ram or whatever, was coming the other way, and he pulled out in front of him and forced him off the road. They arrested him. He was like 16. He's a he's a minor. And he's crazy. Obviously. He's only going to get nine months probation. That's it. Nine months probation. You get worse than that for having four beers and getting in a car. But attempted murder with a vehicle? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> and so it's like... You're a minor. It's because like, he's a minor. That's going to end up drawing neg- the negative reaction in other states where they're like, we're going to be even tougher on crime. So it's the pendulum swing. But Jim, he's a minor. Oh, yeah, well, fuck him. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, some people just don't deserve to to exist where other people aren't trying to do that shit to each other. Like, yeah, no, you've proven incapable of being a part of this fucking, you know... Our world. Sorry. You need to be physically removed. You can't play in our game anymore. Fuck no. Get out of my sandbox. Take your fucking ball and go. And so that's kind of the theme of what's been going on, uh, especially recently, is pendulum swings. You, You see that the criminal justice system doesn't yield you the results that you would like to see. You got more Americans in cages per capita than any other country. Uh, You have the BLM movement. There's a lot of good points mixed in with a lot of bullshit arguments. And people swing wildly in the criminals' uh, favor. And then you get shit like that, where people are actively attempting to murder people and they get a slap on the wrist. And then in other, like I said, in other states, if... (laughs) You know, you make one wrong threat online. Or if you're um, caught with a seed in your car. Yeah. Like if I tell a friend that I think he's a fag and he should kill himself online, cops can come to my house and take all my guns away. Yeah. And it's like, that's a wild swing of the pendulum in the other direction. It is. And pendulum swings is the name of the game. That's where we're at. We're in a reactionary society. People can't just establish a basis of common beliefs and say, can we all agree on this? No. <laughs> no. The answer is no. We can't. You try, even Never if will. You, even if you just try to go back and correct the record and just put it at a baseline, how about we just go with the Constitution? Is that cool? Nope. Fuck you. We got to go protest, sit in traffic, you know, get hit by a car, and then wonder how the fuck that happened. Well, uh, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, here's the thing. If 
And I, I'll say this to kind of bridge the gap from January 6th, and then we'll get into the Roe versus Wade. Obviously, this is where I'm, I'm taking it. But the reaction of like crying out so hard for Ashley Babbitt, I've never understood. I've never understood it. She's not a fucking hero, and she's also not a terrorist. She's a moron. And if you're going, Jim, uh, explain yourself. You mean to tell me that an unarmed person that went into a building with a shitload of people with guns got shot, and you expect me to, to be shocked by this? I'm supposed to be surprised that somebody went wildly into a building. Broke into a federal building. With a bunch of federal employees with guns and, you know, heavens to Murgatroyd, one of them got shot. <laughs> Bad things happen. I don't know how more people didn't get shot. I don't either. That, you know, the it's almost like they, that one they, picture. they wanted him in there. Yeah, yeah. That and one, the one guy fucked up. I was like, uh, sorry, I got a little carried away. <laughs> the one picture from that day that I'll never forget is that in the chamber, when they're in the chamber and that yeah. dude... That dude's got the his pistol gun. And the camera's right yeah, there. Yeah, right. I mean, right there, dude. I was like, holy yeah. shit. I don't know how he didn't shoot anybody. Uh, yeah, it I must have been because they knew that they were coming in unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming in hot. But my point is, is like, everybody that's crying out so loud about it, Ashley Bubba, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was going to be somebody uh, because you can't have that many people go into a building. No. Full of guns and be shocked when one of you gets shot. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that the guy was right or wrong. That's not even the argument. Yeah, it is amazing that, that she was the only one. Yeah. That's the, that's if incredible. you just look at it from a pure numbers game, like in reality, fuck your principles, fuck your ideologies, fuck if you thought that they should have been there or shouldn't have been there, that they were fucking terrorists. Uh, she's not as evil as the left says she is, and she's not a martyr like the right says she is. She's a fucking retard is Stoop, what she is. Stupid, yes. Yeah, very very Just not smart. Idiot. Yeah, you win it, uh, and you got shot. Uh, January, January 6th was full of idiots. Yes, <laughs> on all sides. It was, it was a plethora of idiots. There there's were a, idiots. On. There's a lot of retards on retards. both sides. There's one up here talking to you right now, but you know. I mean, dude, it was, it was, it was just a, it was a stage of idiots. Yeah, it was a stage of event. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> it, was a, it was a stage for idiots, of idiots, by idiots. But my lack of surprise that Ashley Babbitt got shot is exactly how I feel when protesters go out on a highway and one of you dumb fucks gets run over. Run over, yeah. What the fuck do you think happens yeah. on highways? Yeah. Cars are there. Yes. And they drive sometimes, yeah. most of the time. Very quickly. Yeah. And Especially a, if you try to block an interstate. Yeah. And when a car hits a human body, that body dies. Um, like a lot of times. Yeah. So for all these protesters, and we covered this heavily summer 2020, uh, you're just as, hey, hey, left left-wing protesters that want to go block up interstates, you're just as stupid as your terrorist Ashley Babbitt. Yes. You're no fucking better. Uh, in fact, more of you probably should get run the fuck over so that y'all stop doing this stupid shit. And that seems to be what's happening now is a whole lot of people screeching to high heaven because Roe vs. Wade got overturned. And I what can, happened? Apparently, some guy named Wade who likes to get out in his canoe and row a lot. <laughs> He turned over. Okay. All righty then. <laughs> He's all wet. He's all wet now. He's not happy about it. 
And the rest of the country wants you to know that that shit ain't cool. Get row the fuck out of there. No, it's uh, it's quite amazing. I'll be honest with 50 you. Fifty years. Yeah, fifty years. Now, in our episode that uh, isn't too old, end of an error, we kind of go into. It was when the decision got leaked, and so we covered it then because I'll be honest, I didn't think it was actually going to happen. I, you hear a leak and you're like, oh, this is bullshit. They're trying to get it out there to pressure them not to go through with it. Yeah. They protested outside the homes of all the conservative justices. There was a 26-year-old from California loaded up with handguns <laughs> that apparently went to go assassinate Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, as soon as he got out there, he told on himself because that's normal. Um, <laughs> and And even... With all of that, through all of that pressure campaign and chaos, they they still went through with it. I I I, I thought they would. I mean, because like I said, I was, in, I was shocked. In January, they were they were saying that there would be fireworks mm-hmm. in the in the Supreme Court in June, and they were talking about specifically the two issues of the gun thing and Roe versus Wade. But we got a triple this week. Yeah, <laughs> we got we another did. one. Yeah, they, they were, the Supreme Court was batting for the cycle. Yes. this past week they it's, hit they hit religion, <laughs> guns, and babies all oh. in one week, dude. All this is week. a Republican orgy, and I know that the Republicans aren't pro orgy, yeah. but they, like the meme of uh, sta- of uh, Randy Marsh, yeah. sitting at the computer, <laughs> just. Fucking the whole it's, room is covered in jizz. That's it's a every, cream fest. It's every Republican this week. Yeah, they are having a ball. It is a cream fest, and it's been it's been a long time since they've had a win. And you know what? I personally don't give a flying fuck if uh, you want to have an abortion. Um, I have my own opinions on it on a grander scale that I might get into later. But this isn't even really about that to me. In fact, this is barely even about if you think abortion is right or wrong. That's what it's going to obviously turn into. But for right now, I love this decision. I think it's the greatest thing I've seen the Supreme Court do in my lifetime. But it's the, the what I don't. Yeah, I think I love the decision, too. But what I don't think people understand, and it's because, like I say, everybody's so fucking stupid that all this does is take it away federally. Yeah. And gives it back to the states. Fuck yeah! Now, for me, that it, it's money. It it I've said that a thousand fucking times. It always comes down to money. Now, with this happening, that means no more federal dollars will be thrown at that directly. No more. Now the states will still get federal dollars for their to operate their shit. And some states, I'm sure, will use that federal money for abortions. Mm-hmm. And some oh, you know states, they will. and other states will use it to fight the states that are having abortions. <laughs> it'll be a state. It'll be a. It'll be like it used to be. It'll be the Hatfields and the McCoys. And I'm, you know, it'll fucking be, down for that. It'll because, be a fuck you. We don't do abortions over here. Well, fuck you. We but, do them. We 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 got a shed. We kill them good. Yeah, we we put those in the shed back there and. We don't care if it already had a name. Do you up nice. Now, here's the thing. Take abortion out of it. And I know that's hard to do, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, I love this 
for all of the states' rights reasons. Yes. To reduce the power and scope of the federal government, even kind of superficially, because they still have that power. But for them to take themselves out of it and say, we should not weigh in pro or against states, you decide. It's what it should have always fucking been. It should have never been a federal fucking case anyway. Is there a Supreme Court case with weed? I'm sure there's numerous ones. They they need to they need to rule on that. Yeah, I'm not because because it, it's just like you're saying. You took abortion out of it. You know, you're you're talking about states' rights, mm-hmm. and that's exactly the way weed should be. Yeah. Now they're treating it that way now, kinda. The federal government is. It's kind of a hands-off thing since Obama. They're learning how to stay out of right, it. Right, right. They're tr- it, and and Obama started that, and, and I, I'll give him credit for that because it he took was, him a while. He was the ones that was. Yeah, no, I know, but it, he was totally fine with federal agents no, going know, in and busting up shit. So. I, know, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> it, in in the end, he brought that kind of thinking around to where the feds don't need to be in this. You know, let the states decide. Yeah, and. You know, it would be great if uh, if the Supreme Court would do something about that. Yeah. No, it would I be mean, great if they did that with every social issue. Yeah. It's not that, covered in the Constitution. Right. The federal government should have no fucking say right. whatsoever, pro or against. The second something comes to them, go, fuck you, state, you figure it out. And they had to get rid of Roe in order to tell the states... That your case you're bringing to me from Mississippi, we're not going to tell you how to rule on this because there's no constitutional backing uh, that we used to attribute to Roe. It's not there. It fucking isn't there. Abortion is not in the Constitution. And regardless of what you're feeling on abortion is, it doesn't change the fact that Roe was a shit case that should have been tossed as soon as it fucking was heard in the Supreme Court. But when you have activists... And a judge's robe, you get bad judicial precedents. And then they have to get upheld because you don't want to rehear it and all that. It, it eventually takes 50 years to correct the fucking record. Now, like I said, going back to take, take abortion out of it, I also love this for another reason. And this one is the petty reason. And I'm going to tell on myself here, and I don't give a fuck. I love it also for the screeching from the left. You've spent years, especially over the last five years, where if, you, if you're someone like me, you've been called every fucking, you've been called a racist, you've been called a misogynist, a homophobe, a fucking xenophobe. Um, if you give even the most mildest pushback, well, that's violence. You've gone after people's jobs. You've ruined lives just because they disagree with you. You haven't handled yourself in any level of reasonable manner when it comes to disagreements. And they've all they did was they didn't ban abortion. They didn't say that it's federally illegal. They did the softest thing possible and you're losing your shit. And I fucking love it because you're too stupid to realize that it's now in your hands and you should be, you should be fucking grateful as fuck that you now actually have a say because here's the thing that never changed. The Supreme court should never have that power to begin with. And that was even true 
when they were ruling in your favor and making things federally one way that just happened to be in your favor. You would agree with me if back in 73, they ruled in the opposite direction. Because right now what I'm hearing is a whole lot of fucking liberals saying the Supreme Court shouldn't exist, it should be abolished, because you perceive that they ruled uh, unfavorably against you. And they fucking didn't. No, and it's, but, it's, but, it's crazy. But my point is, hey, lefties and liberals that are losing your shit, your reaction to this is exactly why they should have never ruled the way they did. They should have never had the power to do the thing because for you, for the last 50 years, loving the ruling, you have an entire other half of the country that thinks that y'all are literally murdering babies. And I don't know if you know this or not, but that's about as bad as you can possibly get. And it doesn't matter. You can think that you're not murdering anything because it's literally a clump of cells. Cool. Oh, they've been pretty serious about it since 73. But when you have the entire other half of the country thinking you're literally slaughtering babies. And some of those will actually bomb your clinic yeah. or fucking shoot you. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, it's the whole abortion. That we talked about this yep. before the show, man. It's, it, it, it's amazing to me how uh, the, the whole abortion thing has turned into what it's turned into because it and everybody knows how i feel about it i, I don't think men should even have a dis, this a decision in it but that's a, for another day yeah but anyway if you take the if you take either side it's not worth I mean, it, it's not worth killing somebody over. I mean, if you... It's kind of the whole idea if, yeah, of what it, one side's trying that, to stop. I know. That's what's so weird about it is the, tr the side that try to, tries to stop it is willing to kill to stop it. Yeah. Now... Because that's, that's passion. It, it, it is. Fuck with, that'll fuck with your reason and logic. And that, is, and that has been... The, that's been... For 50 years, it's been that way. Yeah. And... We've seen it here in Atlanta, you know, oh, yeah. with the Atlanta, the, 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 the abortion they, clinic bombing, yeah, the abortion clinic bombing and hell, even the, I mean, Olympic park, you know, I mean, it was the same dude, I guess, you know, supposedly, allegedly, you know, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, um, Robert or Rudolph, Rudolph, yeah, Eric, Rudolph. Eric, Eric, Robert Rudolph. Yeah. But it's the whole abortion, the whole abortion debate to me has been, way out of line on both sides mm -hmm. it it's it, when you're talking about a baby i mean i, I get it i get it. and and i i will say this it's not in the constitution abortion is not in the constitution not mentioned once but one of the first three words is you have a right a right to life mm -hmm. liberty and the pursuit of happiness yeah now uh, when I when I've always heard the right to lifers, you know, and I've give them shit on here all the time, and I still will because if you're it's right America, to life, damn it, <laughs> no, if you're right to life, you're right to life for everything, you know. If you think a baby should live, then you think a pit bull should live. Yeah, if you think, and you I would, know, I hear you, and I would rather keep it framed <laughs> this way: if you're right to life, you should be anti-war. Yes. You should be because you should be anti-death. That's the dichotomy yes. that actually does exist that I think will bolster your argument. Right. Is most right to lifers 
sure do love themselves the the USA military. Yeah. And you should be anti-death. If you're right to life, you should be anti-death. Correct. So if if you don't believe in killing anything, you know, yeah, it's just like, it's handguns, and it's, it's, it's war. And it's, it's the same dichotomy on the other side. Most pro, pro-abortion pro people are anti-death penalty. Yeah. And it's like, where? That's crazy. I But neither one of you guys makes sense to me. I know. That's true. I personally don't think that having abortions spread far and wide builds a good society. I don't either. I think it tears down communities because I think it gives shithead guys, you know, what now the kids are calling fuckboys. It gives them an out. They don't have to be responsible. They don't have to work on building relationships and caring about people because if I nut in you, don't care. And it also gives girls an out in much the same way. Right. But it also puts too much power in the female's hands because if they have a bad, you know, uh, interaction with their significant other, I can go have a spite abortion. And I can now go kill this, what was going to be a future child, just to get back at somebody. Right. And that's murder. I don't give a fuck what you call right. it. You can call it an abortion, whatever. Medical procedure, health care. Fuck off. It's murder. It's all the intent behind it. It, but no matter what, it harbors a an environment of no responsibility, and you should have that freedom. But with freedom comes responsibility inherently, and you got to be responsible with how you use it. And I think that I don't think we would have even gotten to this point sincerely if if the left wasn't pushing for late term and post birth abortions. Where they were legit doing that, uh, Governor Northrum or whatever in Virginia was talking about women can have babies and up to a certain point after that will keep them comfortable. And if at that time the mother decides that she doesn't want to keep her child, then we'll terminate it. And it's like, you can't, you can't bullshit me into saying that's anything other than murder. Yeah, that's fucked up. And that then California up. has a 28-day law that they're looking to push. Either 21 or 28 days after birth is still totally cool to kill the kid. No, that, dude, that's, and that's that, what that's, I'm saying. Yeah, that's murder. I think that safe, legal, and rare in the first trimester is a pretty universal, like 80% of America agrees that's cool. Or not cool, but we're, we'll tolerate that. But you start... Who is, who is pushing that 28-day California. Shit? And Governor Northam from Virginia. He's on... Ta- actually... Let me see if just for the podcast, I want to 28 days after the baby's born. Yes. You're got to be post birth abortions. That's insane. That's yeah. not an abortion. That's a murder. Correct. That's straight up murder. Virginia's governor says he has no regrets on his comments earlier this week, defending abortion, even as a baby is being born. In a news conference yesterday, Ralph Northam said Democrats believe legislatures, most of whom are men, should not be making decisions about women's choices for their reproductive health. We have team coverage tonight, including White House correspondent Mark Irons, with the reaction from one of President Trump's closest advisors. But we begin with Capitol Hill correspondent Jason Calvey, who tells us what pro-life lawmakers are doing to fight for the unborn. Jason? Wyatt, national outrage erupted after New York's abortion law and the failed bill in Virginia. Pro-life leaders say it shows just how radical abortion supporters are. And they hope to use this issue to persuade the country to vote pro-life in 2020. Senator Ben Sass of Nebraska wants action now. This is infanticide that we're talking about. 
Republican Ben Sass blasts Governor Ralph Northam of Virginia for supporting a bill in his state that would have allowed abortion up until and during birth. We're talking about a little baby girl who's been born and is on a table in a hospital or a medical facility. And then a decision or a debate would be had about whether or not you could kill that little baby. Sass noted it's the biggest debate in the country over the last couple of days. But yesterday, Democrats claimed they hadn't heard Governor Northam's comments. I'm sorry, I just don't know what he said yesterday. Here's what Virginia's governor did say. The infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mothers. Now, Senator Sass is fast-tracking his bill to protect children who survive abortions. Everyone in the Senate ought to be able to say unequivocally that killing that little baby is wrong. This doesn't take any political courage. And if you can't say that, if there's a member of this body that can't say that, there may be lots of work you can do in the world, but you shouldn't be here. And pro-life groups will try to oust pro-abortion lawmakers, including in Virginia. They overplayed their hand, they pulled back the curtain, and they showed Virginians and they showed the entire United States of America what the abortion lobby is really about. Virginia's Republican majority leader says it's a warning. They have now been exposed uh, in what they believe and the things they embrace and the legislation they would clearly advance if they had the opportunity. Democratic. Yeah, that's disgusting, man. That okay, is, so Vir- is... so Virginia wasn't a twenty whatever well, day. I know, but, but it, it was, was up until born after I mean, that, birth yeah. abortion. Yeah, that is that's there, murder. But I did see where in California they are pushing for a twenty-one to twenty-eight day window where they can make that call. That's I don't. Insane, there's man. no way that you can justify that. Give it up for oh, adoption at that point. Yeah, that's that's. That's it's just, fucking that's sick. evil. That's just evil. But a couple of the comments that were made were like this show. They showed their hand. You know, you you get a bunch of. Well, that's probably why you got what you got. Th- and week. that's what I've been saying. Yeah. Well, I, and I got to give credit um, to my friend who I, I, I still won't say her name because she hasn't given me. Uh, I haven't asked for permission and she didn't openly say it. In fact, she kind of got on to me for uh engaging in a debate with her because you know she thought that i was going to use it just to have a topic to cover on the podcast and i I had no intention of doing that but our discussion eventually went positive so now i feel comfortable uh bringing it up on the show because i have my own beliefs on abortion like i already said I, i don't think it leads to good outcomes uh in the grand scheme of things for all the reasons i've already said and I would prefer that the only abortions that are had are for rape, incest, and times when you know that the child is like horribly disfigured and is going to have the worst life ever, uh, or the mother's actual life is in jeopardy. Those are the only four occasions, like you just not wanting it. Um, I don't think your freedom extends to that point because that baby uh, also has rights and also has a right to life. It has, you know, it, 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 and every libertarian out there that thinks abortion is totally fine because it's the mother's freedom and bodily autonomy. I'm sorry, but if your bodily autonomy is dependent on ending a life in order to uphold it, there's at least a debate that now needs to be had because I believe in personal sovereignty and I'm sorry, women, but biologically, you got dealt a card 
where you have to carry life. Um, and yeah, you're right. That's not a man's uh, role. Yeah. And but I I you and I will always disagree on whether or not men should have a say so or at least a seat at the table. Um, and that's until until women can get pregnant without a man. I think a man at least maybe it's not fifty fifty, <laughs> but a seat at the table isn't that much to ask. Um, and whether or not you know, even if anybody doesn't think that a man should express their opinion, because I was told flat out, I'm sorry, Jim, you don't have a uterus. Your opinion doesn't fucking matter here. Well, how do you think that's? Do you think I'm going to come around to your side by saying that shit? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that men shouldn't have an opinion. I mean, that's yeah. It, it is. It it is killing. Yeah, because you know what? No matter how you look uh, at it. that could be a male inside your body. Can I not at least defend? If you're going to make it totally on the sex side of things, then I don't know if you're killing a man in there or a male. Then maybe I should stand up for men. But uh, I, I, oh, sorry, I know could be a that's binary. even more radical. Um, what if it's a binary? But my oh oh, if it's a cis kid, you better kill it quick, or at least pump it with hormones the second it comes out and trans whatever it is transition transition it to the other thing because apparently that's what <laughs> must be done that's what you did oh fucking hell but no i i had a discussion with a friend of mine like i said a second ago and it went south out of the gate because and i, I want to extend an olive branch to my liberal friends even though i disagree with you on a 90 plus percent of everything you believe because it's fucking wacky to me um she came off super aggressive uh because she truly believes that in her mind's eye the supreme court just banned abortions and now it's going to be illegal for and she lives in texas which has some of the stiffer abortion restriction laws that are going into effect now and so she's worried that no not worried she actually thinks that this will lead to women will literally be dying is what she said that's fear-mongering easy karen yeah she was like fear-mongering i'm so disappointed in you jim how the fuck can you call this fear-mongering it's reality you know women who have uh ectopic pregnancies are going to be forced to die and i'm like are you listening to yourself this person has children too. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them. Um, and that concerns me that you would actually think that a Supreme court just saying the state should decide. And if your state decides to restrict abortions or even ban them outright, whatever that you think that women are going to die because of this. And I've heard this a lot. That's fear mongering from your liberal politicians that need you to be upset and scared to continuously vote them back into office. Not because they're going to do anything for you because they need that power because that's how they make millions of dollars um, at your expense. You're a rube to them and they're playing you. Stop being so stupid. Women aren't going to fucking die even in a state with abortion bans. I'm sorry. It ain't going to happen. No medical professional is going to sit there and go, I'd really like to save your life. However, the governor said that... Uh, can't do it that's that's never been a thing they're never gonna let you just sit there and die when they could easily save your life it's the whole hipaa deal right yeah for at you know first rule is do no harm yeah 
Um, they and save not, they save Mexicans every day. Yeah, you don't even have to be a citizen. They will save your fucking life. Yeah. So get that shit out of your fucking mindset. But I can understand that if that's what you think. First of all, you're incorrect and you're being wildly emotional. Knock it off. I can understand though if that's what you think. Then yeah, anything's on the table to justify it. Because that's exactly what the pro-lifers felt when they were firebombing abortion clinics. Because they thought that people were literally dying. Do you see how no, how not so different you guys are? Well, this is this is what's crazy though. Is what about the mother that has the baby and then decides to kill it after it's born? I mean, shouldn't that mother be put to death too um, with the baby? You have a decision to make. You and your baby can both die right now. Watch how many mothers you create. They'll find a way to take care of that baby. Yeah. It's, it seems fair. Yeah. But like this whole, and I might be saying it wrong, ectopic pregnancies, it's where the egg is fertilized up in the fallopian tube and never works its way down into the uterus. Those are non-viable pregnancies. They n- are never viable. And they will always, and there's about 200,000 of them a year in the United States. It's a common medical procedure. It's not an abortion. So there's not an abortion ban on the books in this country that would make the treatment of that yeah, it's illegal. It's because it's not a life. Correct. A, I mean, a fertilized egg is, you know, a fertilized egg. I but mean, it's never going to come to fruition. It's never going to be born. It's never going to become a person. Therefore, it's not an abortion. Now, they've played with the fucking terminology. I have seen a lot of articles where they call the medical procedure to t- take care of one of those types of pregnancies and abortion, but it's not even in the medical field. It's fucking not looked, looked at that way. In fact, I have an article here that I will take a quick look at because I think it's, it's important that people understand that you're being lied to, um, for political reasons. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. They would use something like abortion and humans dying for political gain. This comes, uh, I don't know when it was written, but I'll just start midway in. Uh, Many states have enacted or are considering laws to prohibit abortion earlier in pregnancy than was previously thought to be legal under Roe. Most explicitly include provisions allowing for exceptions for medical emergencies, which would include ectopic or ectopic. I don't know how you pronounce it because I'm a dude pregnancies, but the evident confusion about ectopic pregnancies and abortion more generally has muddied the waters that pro-life advocates are now trying to navigate. Dr. Scop said the confusion in <laughs> terms. <Spock>. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a baby killer. <laughs> <laughs> this is not logical fuck it i like i like how you okay dr spock <laughs> said that the confusion in terms between using quote abortion unquote to describe the medical procedure after a miscarriage or ectopic pregnancy versus using it to describe an elective abortion exists only in the public's imagination and not in medical practice quote even the most pro-life OBGYN will care for a woman with an ectopic pregnancy, she said. In fact, existing laws already protect women in such a situation from being denied care. That is medical malpractice, Spock said, period. 
And that's my point. Like, the Supreme Court didn't outlaw abortions. It's only logical, Jim. Exactly. Jim. That's funny. Hell yeah. Different story. (laughs) Whatever. It stands. But my point is, is like, it bothered me to see my friend so fucking worked up over a something she's never going to have to deal with. She's too old. I don't, I don't foresee abortions (laughs) in her future. Sorry. Um, you're too old, honey. <laughs> you're all dried up. Eggs are all dried up. But it's not going to affect you. Even the state you're in with the harshest abortion restrictions isn't going to touch this shit. Not to mention, and here's another thing I haven't heard anybody fucking saying, and I don't know if it's a good analogy. Doug, I want to run it by you to tell me if I'm retarded or not. Going to another state for a medical procedure is what is now on the table for states like Missouri and Texas and Mississippi. If you fall outside of their restrictive area uh, or within their restrictive area where you can't get an abortion, just go to a different state. I if, know people that go to India for medical procedures. Yeah. Yes. Here's the thing. If I had cancer and I need to go like get treatment for that, the Mayo, India. the Mayo Clinic in Georgia, Yeah. I got to get on a fucking plane and go up to Minneapolis. I got a friend that's been battling colon cancer for the last four years, and she's taken numerous flights. And I'm sure you're saying, well, that's because she's rich, Jim. No. she. There's organizations, there's churches, there's cancer centers, there's, uh, uh, fuck, what's the word? Uh, God damn it, where you donate money? Charities. Uh, charities, yeah. There's charities out there. There are support groups already out there that fly, that flew her to go get treatment at the Mayo Clinic. Now, did you know that there are things known as pregnancy centers? Correct. That okay. are getting fucking terrorized yes yes by these crazy ass fucks and they are well funded too oh yeah they are well funded and they're everywhere yeah so it's uh it's just uh, the whole abortion thing doesn't make any sense anymore no it doesn't no i mean if you're a if you're a young stupid girl and you get knocked up by By a young stupid boy yes uh then that the product of your young stupid life fucking life <laughs> should be adopted by someone who can take care of that there's over three million families currently on the waiting list to adopt a child in three this country million. you hear that yeah that's more than the number of abortions every yep. year the reason why the number nine hundred thousand abortions a year the, the now the reason why that number is so high and this needs to be the second part of this abortion discussion the fucking restrictions and red tape of, around a uh, adopting a child in this country need to get heavily uh, redacted, right? Removed, you know, the waiting period, the the you the approval process, you know, the, the offices that run that shit are understaffed. They can't even keep up with the volume. I know it's crazy, and they and they do it to protect the child. I get that. I get. I get that they, you know, you want to make sure that. You know, you're giving a baby to somebody that deserves, deserves a baby. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, you don't want to give them, you and know, they will you, do good by that. Yeah, and, child. and you don't want to see, you know, if you see somebody adopting 10, 15, 20 kids, you might want to look into that. It's kind of like buying $10,000 worth yeah. of weapons. Yeah. Hey, yeah. If, uh, if you're adopting yeah. all these kids, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. What are you doing with these kids? <laughs> are they working the farm? Or, what are you or trying whatever? to create your own school yeah, to yeah, just yeah. shoot it down one yeah, day? Yeah. Like, what the fuck, you're man? You're making your own religion. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah it's you know so there's i mean there should be things in there but yes it is 
extremely difficult to adopt. I know, I actually know a couple that were trying to adopt for a long time. Yeah. And especially babies, little babies, you know, it's, there's, it's because it's what everybody wants. Everybody wants a little baby. And then you got all these kids that are, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, hell up to teenagers that, that been living in these orphanages and shit their mm-hmm. whole life. Yep. They never got adopted, you know, and, and they're probably going to end up living under a bridge with some crazy now, fucking now, people. Now this is, I would actually like to see, you know, I'd like to see some kind of study on the ones that do come out of that, mm-hmm. you know, see how many of them are successful. How many of them, you know, they, cause they know how to fucking do shit on their own. You yep. know, they're not reliant on anyone, you know, and I mean, thousands there's, tens of thousands yeah. of those stories yeah. they exist yeah and they're telling them but they're those stories aren't finding their place in this conversation right right and i think it's on purpose because again they need people to stay divided yeah, they the need vision. my liberal yeah. friend in, in dallas to think that i'm an asshole and that you're trying to kill women yeah that i that i fucking hate women and i want them burdened with childbirth um and they act like there's going to be an agent of the state Forcing them to have it. That's not how any calm the fuck down. We love the ladies. Fuck. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you get a little nutty and you do get a little nutty sometimes. Yeah. And this reaction to Roe being overturned, you've been lied to. First of all, you've been lied to that. It was a right. It was never a right. It was a privilege. They misattributed it. Um, the constitutionality to their decision. They lied to you thinking that, you're all good. This was always able to be overturned because it was such a shit case, but you never decided to look into it because as long as they tell me I can have an abortion, I don't really have to prepare for a rainy day. This is the great thing about the whole decision for me is you're going to see this next election is going to be all about abortion. It's going to be all about it. Yeah. Now, Let's see when they get in there and then they realize that they can't do anything about it because, hey, the Supreme Court decided, you know, how many cycles, how many cycles do you think it goes through before it's a non-issue anymore? Do you think it'll, do you think that'll ever happen? Because that's what I thought, you know, once they kicked it back to the states, that takes it out of federal politics forever. You know, that's, that's what you would think. You but know, it won't. You would think it takes it out forever. That that there's there's no um because it's a it's a judicial fucking decision. It's got nothing to do with the president no. or the Congress or the House or anything. These not, are the judges, dude. Not These unless the, they not unless they tried legal shit. Not unless they tried to amend it into federal law right. and add it actually to the Constitution. Right. You know, as a, a federally protected amendment, your right to a, and an abortion. That is coming. The attempt to that yes. might be coming, yes. but even right now, to this day, this very second in time that we are speaking, they don't have the support for it. And this is one thing I brought up to my friend. I said, you got to understand something because she's a liberal. She's a staunch, she, she's the silver lining for You're her. Kidding. Yeah. She's a liberal. I know. The silver lining for her is that this is going to rally Democrat voters and it'll flip a bunch of states blue. And I'm like, but that still won't do anything on a federal level, you stupid fucking. And I was like, and also, and I had to remind her, I was like, the whole reason why we're here now is because 
blue states were trying to murder post-born humans. So maybe having more blue states isn't going to get you the reaction you actually want. No, you know the way that you make blue states? You fucking... You take all their water away, <laughs> and you make them move to red states. Yeah. You turn those red states blue. Exactly. That, that's the that's what you do. You take all their fucking water away. Now, there's a lot, a lot of takes, a lot of hot takes coming out about this whole thing. And my friend and I had a good two, three hour back and forth about it. And I just see it very differently. I see it from a procedural uh federal government overreach thing and she sees it as it's my body my choice it should have never even been up for debate and i'm like yeah but like i said if your bodily autonomy is uh stands on the 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 legs of being able to end life that's not a unilateral decision you just get to make because a lot of the pro-lifers a big reason why this won't ever be federal and at least in our lifetime is you have a lot of women, a fuckload of religious right women that do believe that it's murder and want to adopt your baby. Right. And there's enough of them that ain't gonna, this is not like a, I'm a woman, it's my body, therefore, sorry, non-uterus having fuck. It's like, you got a lot of fucking battles on your own side to have over this. And and all you, all you fucking gays and trans and, all you fucks, you got no fucking business talking about this. That you I will. That you, I will agree with. You can't make a baby. You can't have a baby. Yeah, Fuck I'm sorry, you. lesbians and it, gay dudes. Yeah, y'all yeah. should not be anywhere near this. Yeah, conversation. y'all shouldn't even. We're talking you, about reproduction. Yeah, yeah. You, y'all don't do that. Uh, yeah, and and all you're doing is you're guaranteeing that your future will not reproduce. <laughs> you that you won't have a future. You know, it, it's funny to me that they call this reproductive rights. Yeah. When you're trying to stop the reproduction, like it's kind of like the Patriot Act it has nothing to do about what being a Patriot actually right, means. But speaking of all the hot takes that have come out, there's been really shitty ones. And there's a lot of liberals calling uh, Justice Thomas the N word on Twitter, like repeatedly, because apparently race is no longer fuck race, <laughs> which I'm, I'm happy to see them come around that race isn't that important. But you're kind of doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, Jesus Christ. But I will I will say this, and I want to read this tweet from Andrew Yang. The Yang gang has chimed in. And I think it's, if you're at least going to look at it from a political strategic point, you shouldn't be mad at the Supreme Court or conservatives or any of this. You should be mad at your own fucking side. Because there's been four other times other than this very moment we're in now where Democrats had the House, Senate, and, and presidency, presidency. Yep. since the passing of Roe, yep. and, and they've never nothing. once tried to codify it. Into, nope. 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 So, and you know why? Because they can no longer run on it. Right. Uh, they can never run on the fear of Roe ever being overturned. Therefore, you, if they actually did that, then uh, again, I've always proven, I've always said this, and this would be proven true. If politicians actually did what they ran on and actually made your life better and solved problems, it would take away the need for their existence. Right. And they know that well, way better than any constituency will ever fucking realize that. But speaking of politicians on the left, Andrew Yang came in and he tweeted, 
It feels like Democrats owe their people an apology for being bad at their jobs. They had a long time to codify Roe versus Wade, defend a balanced court, get RBG to step down, etc. Instead, they got played and trounced. Quote, help undo our failures, unquote, is not a compelling rally cry. I'm not a Democrat. I fucking hate the left. But Yang, thank you. Dude, Yang was my guy. He, he Yang was my dude. He, uh, I like him a lot. I don't think he's as big a Democrat as he thinks he is. He's a likable politician, I, but I hate his policies. Yeah, I don't. I don't think all of his policies are that bad. I don't. I think the whole, if you're gonna have a welfare system, mm-hmm. you know, everybody should get it, <laughs> and and that's what he that's what he says. You know, it's yeah, a, that's the whole. Uh, it's it, also the whole universal basic income thing. It's like if you're gonna have that in a society, then everybody should get it. Yeah, it's just the, it's the same way with the college football thing that we talk about all the time. If you're going to pay players, pay them all the same fucking same thing. And where, you know? I'll, where I will disagree with Yang, because it's easy to agree with it in theory, just like libertarianism. I fucking think it's the best political philosophy ever devised. It doesn't work in the real world. It's, it's neutered when it comes to dealing with tyranny. It doesn't know how to deal with it because it's the non-aggression principle, man. Um, and so politically, uh, they're useless. Same thing with Yang. Yeah, it sounds good, but in reality, the result will be more dependence upon the government. Right. And that I don't want. Yes. Because it gives the politicians more power and more reason to say, this is why you need me. You don't want to see that UBI go away. So even though Yang can make a generally well-likable uh, statement, the result will be catafucking-strophic. And that's where I got to be like, sorry, Yang, I'm fucking out. Um, I like you as a man and I like it when you tweet reasonable, rational shit like that, Right. even though that will only help Democrats, but it's, it's the way that if you are a Democrat or you're on the left, instead of going on fucking social media and just screeching to high heavens about when are we going to start the revolution, man, Right, right. um, your own side that you think needs more power is the entire reason while you're upset, maybe stop worshiping politicians. I agree with that. Get rid of them all. Get rid of them all. And like I said, hot takes galore. I'm not going to read them all, but I I will play this one video who really expresses my feeling on everybody having the hottest take ever. When is it alive? When is it not alive? Get out of my uterus. Men shouldn't have an opinion. Talk to me when you're a woman. Uh, This right here is just the funniest, sweetest little way I can tell you. Shut the fuck up. Guys, we did it. We have enough hot takes. We We don't need any more. No, No more opinions, no more hot takes. We've heard them all. We've had enough. No more. Isn't it awesome? Everyone can just shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally agree. Everybody can just shut the fuck up yeah, now. Hey, your hot takes uh, are meaningless. Uh, just shut the fuck up and realize that things are never as bad as you're told to believe they are as far as social issues. And they're never as good as you think they are. Uh, there's still going to be hundreds of thousands of abortions a year. 
There's going to be even more disgusting ones in blue states because now the pendulum is going to swing wildly into, you got a three-month-old? Don't like it so much? Come to California. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that would be evil. <laughs> it's. I'm telling you, man, no, it's coming. I, but I do it's think coming. that state warring is coming. Uh, especially when it comes to this yeah i think uh, especially like if it think if you had like uh say georgia's doing them but alabama's not Mm -hmm. or say tennessee's doing them but north carolina's not yeah you know it's actually the opposite yeah well yeah (laughs) but but say you know it's gonna start you're gonna start seeing friction on the border well here's the thing (laughs) there's no desire and this is in the constitution you can't stop. You can't stop people from traveling to a, a different state to have the procedure. Oh no! But what I'm saying is, you're probably going to see a lot of violence from one state into the next. And I honestly just think that uh, what do, what do you think's coming politically? I think that the Democrats need this. They thought they needed January 6th to be able to get criminal charges against Trump to prevent him from running ever again. They're still going to go through with that. So that that was. That doesn't matter. They need the Supreme Court to be the Supreme Court of this last week to give them something to run against in their mind. But what what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I know you don't like to make predictions and all that kind of shit. I'm happy to talk but about this it. This is the way I see it. Sure. I see the Democrats are done. I think they're done. I think this is the nail in the coffin of the Democrats. Of the modern, uh, the, yeah, yeah, agenda, the, yeah, yeah, the way that it is, and I think that the only way that they keep power, even in states that they have right now, they're gonna have to go back to the drawing board and rethink a lot of the way that they do shit. Yeah, and it ain't gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be pretty because, for one thing, we're gonna be deep in a recession yes. when this shit happens. And then it all goes over red. And when that happens and you're, you're already knee deep in a recession and a lot of the people that don't have a lot of money are on the liberal Democrat side because they take money from the government or whatever, you know, whatever they, they pay way higher taxes and they have help. They don't have savings. So to me, I see it as a huge red wave is coming. I mean, a huge one that I don't think the Democrats will be able to overcome. Because, you know, dude, when you look at literally over the past, over my lifetime, the Democrats have been in power as far as the House and Senate and presidency. And when, you look at, when you look at policy-wise, yeah. Especially oh, over the last 20 years. <laughs> right. Over, But over my lifetime, it's been a lot of Democratic, Things. progressive yeah, agenda yeah, yeah all because and it's and it started with with kennedy who was not a democrat of now you know nothing like a democrat even though they they keep they always evoke his name and it just pisses me off i'm like good lord he hate all of you he fucking hate all of republicans you republicans are further left than kennedy and, was right, at the time exactly and so and for them to even mention his name in the democratic field for of today yeah. is fucking ridiculous to hear a democrat but, say ask what you can do for your country yeah, yeah. 
that's yeah. fucking like the Fuhrer yeah. level. You know, like, yeah. Oh, take it easy, exactly. fucking nationalist. Yeah, yeah. you fucking Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they would. They'd call him a fucking Nazi today. Yeah. But you know, looking looking long term, like I said, I don't see. I really don't see how the Democrats can. Even the states, even the states themselves, I would be shocked if in, I say six to seven years, I would be shocked if there's more than 10 democratic states in the United States. Damn. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, because over that period of time, especially Cal, when you're looking at California and Arizona and the Latino population loves this fucking decision. They love it. They fucking love it. Yes. They're all about family. They don't kill their babies. They fucking, they spit them out and raise them up. Yeah. And, and they know, have three generations and, in every house. Exactly. And they're reli- and they're really into religion, you know, into their religion and family and things like that. And they're, it, it's like, it's kind of like the American family used to be, you yeah. know, but, but now the American family is nothing but fucking function as and, fuck. Yeah. A fucking mother with, you know, six kids and. They all got five an iPhone and yeah, five dads and, and it's, baby it, daddy. And it, uh, that's the great reset that needs to happen. Yeah. And, and a reestablishing that, of personal sovereignty through responsibility, the, the family. And I Correct. believe this is the first salvo of that. I hope you're I, right, I, man. I think it is. And, and once the, once the Democrats realize how fucked they are, I mean, because it does not look good for them at all. No, well, like and, uh, it, it, when it comes to the economy, when it comes to even aggressions from other countries, uh, the way they handle them, uh, everything, everything about the, their policies and the way they're acting and the way they're just shoveling shit under the rug, that a lot more people are seeing that as what it for what it is. Yeah, and it's not looking good for them, and. Now, now the Republicans—they're just as fucking bad. I mean, they—they they both suck, man. They do. They both suck. Well, like, but like to me, I I see establishment politicians the same, and I know a lot of people like to say, "Oh, it's the duopoly, uh, it's the uniparty." Republicans and Democrats are the same. No, they're fucking not. Uh, there's the bad ones are are the same. Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, yeah. Lindsey Graham, yeah. Ted Cruz, Dan Crenshaw—they've been there forever. They're Fuck them all. Yeah. Those yeah. motherfuckers need to get all the fucking way out. They be, they have, it's ridiculous. Like the, the, the Hispanic lady that just got voted in in Texas. Right, right. In, in the district that was Democratic from the 1860s. Yes. Elected their first Republican since then. And, and she's a, Hispanic. It's a female Hispanic with a with a decent sized family, Nancy Pelosi gave her gave the old daughter the old. Did you see that? Where yeah. she gave her the fucking old like yeah. get the fuck off me. Um, but there's also uh, reports been coming out. There's been a million registered Democrats switch over and now are registered Republicans, and the majority of those aren't white folks. They're Latina and blacks. Yes. Donald Trump got the highest number of black votes for a Republican president since. I forget how long, but it's many, many, many years. Right, right. Um, the 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 voting block that he lost was educated college educated white women. Yes, because they are me 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 me. Right, and I would rather hire in a tyrant who speaks 
nicely. Because here's the thing, and I will say this right the fuck now. Donald Trump is the most consequential president, potentially, other than George W., in my lifetime. Yes. Because of what just went down no, last I week. Agree, I agree with that. that. He's the most consequential in my lifetime. And the only reason why I say maybe George W. is because the Patriot Act went in. Yeah, There's yeah but what? The what housing Trump market did, crash, dude. which just kicked the uh, economic downturn, which we're about to feel right. even harder than then. It's hard for me to say it yet. But if I have to say up until this very moment in time before this next whatever we're about to experience economically, Donald Trump is in one term the most consequential president in my lifetime. And it's because this is the reason why is it's because he called out bullshit on both sides. And not only that, he made he made for the first time, really a significant portion of America not believe anything they heard on the news. Yeah. And I love that. Nothing. And I love that about him. And, and that is that alone, that alone was the game changer. Yeah. For the, from now on. Yeah. And that's why I say, when you say you don't know between him and Bush, I do know. And it's Donald Trump. Uh, and I'm cool I mean, with it. It's, it he's, and, and this is something that we've said numerous times. And I'll continue to say as, the topic comes up that people who love Donald Trump blindly uh, are wrong. Yes. The people who hate him blindly are equally as wrong. Yes. See him for the faults that he does have, but also understand and respect what he has accomplished. You, you can, you can respect somebody's accomplishments while still seeing them for the failed flawed human that they are. And even there's, there's things I hate about what, like, uh, bump stock ban. Don't like it. Not at all. Fuck off. Uh, even though I'll never own a bump stock cause they're inefficient and they fucking hurt and they suck. But I don't like the principle of that red flag laws. Those came in through Trump. Fuck all the way off, but you can't, but I'm willing to understand and weigh everything in totality that the, that what just came out over the last week is far more consequential in so many ways because of what it's like you just said you think it's the end of the current democrat party i'm i don't know if i'm there yet um i've heard a lot of that i don't dislike it i just i just want people to be stop being so goddamn knee-jerk emotional because you're making the pendulum swing way too fucking far dude he got three supreme court in one term three so, if that ain't a fucking pendulum swing, I don't know what the fuck And is. Obama could have easily gotten and, two. Yes. And would have totally neutered Trump's ability right. uh, to do what he did. Yeah. He could have pushed harder to get Garland in, and he could have asked RBG. And here's the thing. My liberal friend who I was in the argument with fucking worships RBG. Yes, Queen, your homegirl didn't like Roe vs. Wade and spoke out against it. Um, she should have stepped down. Keeping her on the bench until she fucking died was the dumbest shit y'all could have done. It, I think Democrats have have taken everything for granted. Yes, because but, they've ruled my entire life. Yes, that's what I'm. That's that's the point okay. I was making earlier. Then they they they're completely they've completely lost touch <coughs> with their fucking anything about their ideals, their it, all of that. 
Yeah. Now the Republicans haven't. And and that's the biggest thing that I see with the Republicans because the Republicans they've been in the fight the whole time, and the Democrats seem to have been oblivious to the fight the whole time. And Mitch McConnell, Mitch, dude, Mitch McConnell even said this fucking fifteen years ago. He said, and I, and I don't remember his exact words. This is a long game. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. He said for the Republican Party, this is a long game. They have a high time preference. Yes, Democrats have very and, low time preference. And and the Republicans won the long game this week. Yeah, that's that's the way I see this. And with that long game <laughs> comes many Latino voters. Many, many, millions. I'm talking millions. Yes, millions. And. Uh, that that the Democrats have just completely, they don't realize, it, like that fucking bitch in the beginning said on the fucking. Calm down, sweaty. This they don't realize how bad people are hurting right now. They have no fucking clue, and they don't care. No, they don't give a shit. All they care about is, hey, now we can run on abortion. That's Believe gone. me, abortion. Is not going to be on the ticket. No. It is not going to be on the ticket when we're in the middle of probably one of the biggest fucking recessions of my life. Yep. We're going to be right knee deep in the middle of it. Coupled with everything else that comes along with that. Shortages. Supply chain issues. You've promised all this free money. People don't want to work. Social issues go out the fucking window. And that's all that Democrats have ever run on. In the last 15 years, right. at least. Yes. Social issues will become extinct the second that survival is what is on and, the ballot. And box. that's where we are. Correct. And that's exactly where we are. With with the decisions that went on in the Supreme Court this week and the coming fucking Armageddon <laughs> that is coming. Because yep. it is. I mean, it. people, uh, all I can say, is, and I, I don't know where we'll be next year. But I know we're not going to be where we're at right now. I know that. And I can already feel it. It's and, coming. And I'm afraid. I'm afraid, but especially because of the kind of work I do. I'm a, the, the work that I do is a, it's not a necessity. We're both it's not in, a necessity. People we're, can we're, fucking not, not choose not to. We, we are both in commodity fields. Yes. Yes. And we typically, much like uh, reverse cowgirl 69. <laughs> From a few episodes ago, we are on the front lines of understanding when the economy is about to get, take a big fucking shit. Exactly. And it is about to shit a big one. Yeah. And I'll say this, to kind of echo your point as far as what the modern Democrat uh, sounds like. Now, I love this little cartoon dude, but this is a perfect example of how a lot of you motherfuckers sound to the rest of us. What's your biggest fault? My biggest fault. My biggest fault. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, let's see. Biggest fault. I, I guess I guess it would have to be that sometimes I'm so cool that it makes other kids feel bad. Okay, I guess that would count as a fault. <laughs> Who's your hero? This this might sound kind of egotistical, but it's actually I'd have to say myself. Um, and it's only because like 
if you if you if you can see me, like I actually do really cool stuff, and most of the kids think I'm really cool, and um, just basically everything about me is so cool that I, I sort of just I look up to myself, and it becomes this sort of goes back on itself. You know, like you look up to myself, and then it raises me up, and then I look at myself, and it raises me up again. I just get cooler all the time. What's your favorite color? Definitely Caucasian. Um, I mean, and it's not. I mean, I I like. I like Asians too, but definitely, I, I think definitely Caucasians the most. Yeah, I, I think the question was more about general color, not colors of people. I don't know about that. No. Okay, I guess we should move on to the next one. I'm fine with black people. <laughs> oh, that's duly noted. What do you? Pre- <laughs> <laughs> that is that's uh, the modern day Democrat. Yeah, no, that's a, that's, that's a little Trump. <laughs> <laughs> but to me. I'm cool. I'm just, I, I'm so cool. And that's why Trump was a 90s Democrat. Yeah. But most everyday Democrats run into, it's like, I'm awesome because I'm college educated. I know more than you. I'm just fucking awesome. Like, look at, look at my Instagram. I fucking rule. Um, and also, like, I don't really see any faults with myself or the way I'm living my life irresponsibly, racking up tens of thousands of dollars of debt and just hoping that someday some politician comes and wipes it all away and... You know, my favorite, in reality, my favorite color is a Caucasian, but uh, I mean, I'm cool with the blacks. It's and- very Trump-like. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a, When I was sitting there listening to it, I was like, this could be a fucking little kid Trump doing a fucking interview. Yeah, uh, my but, favorite color. but yeah, my point Caucasian. is, is my, my interactions with Democrats. Right. That's how you all well, come across to me. Yeah, they're little, yeah, they're little snot-nosed fucking They think punks. that they're entitled to your vote Yeah. because look at how awesome they are. Yeah. Obama me. was so cool. He did a mic drop and oh my God. OMG. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with this whole thing. Let's see. Let's take another little trip through my notes. Nope. That's all of them. <laughs> that's all of them. All right. Well, I guess now, uh, is the time that we will haphazardly and like a fucking car crash, just, uh, butt up whatever the fuck we have remaining from last week's episode we got a couple of hours to go through to re- actually release something of worth and <laughs> and until we do that we just took like the last 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever the fuck we recorded and we're just gonna slam it right into the the caboose of this episode it is not gonna jive in any way shape or form with the discussion we just had right into this the, is, right into the caboose i is, like the way you said the caboose this is gonna be so we just had like the longest fucking rant on politics and abortion and and we're going to go right into uh well you'll see um all right well a, a diet plan yeah yeah and i guess that's the only way to really put it Doug this is from the official postmates account but comments are turned off for sure of course and the title is eat with pride introducing the bottom friendly menu oh my god i'm sorry guys so the top can eat anything you want yeah because they're the ones plowing pl- they're the ones spladunking yeah spelunking <laughs> spelunking i don't know spladunking sounds spladunking, yeah. more like sure yeah. yeah spladunking is the Spl- more spladunky. spladukian he'll be your, <laughs> he'll be your first gay sport i make up words on this podcast and sometimes they turn out to be better than the originals but anyway this is the official Postmates ad for, well, they'll tell you. Introducing the bottom friendly menu from Postmates. Huh? 
We teamed up with Dr. Evan Goldstein from Bespoke Surgical to bring you a menu of bottom-friendly foods backed by science. Insoluble fiber won't help you feel cute, so avoid things like whole grains, wheat bran, cauliflower, potatoes, legumes. Hold up, are you just fully diving into those beans? Oh. Oh. The problem with these foods is they don't dissolve in water, which could cause a traffic jam in your digestive system, making a mess of your evening. Speaking of messy, it's a good idea to avoid dairy. I cannot handle lactose right now. Making oh a mess God. of your evening. Oh, Sugar, you have no idea what this is about to do to my undercarriage. That is (laughs) insane. Rose one and two, you are the splash zone. (laughs) Yeah. Get ready for some Spladunkin. (laughs) No, no, no. It it keeps going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. First of all, guys, I apologize for not bringing this up sooner. This should have been the lead off to the show. Apparently, I'm not pride uh, positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm also not HIV positive, so I feel pretty good about it. Anyway, let's carry on. Look at If you're going to eat something insoluble, give your body about 24 hours to process all of it. Soluble fibers and protein are the key to having some good clean fun. These all digest easily and slowly while feeding your good gut bacteria. Which makes sushi a great bottom-friendly option. There's no right or wrong way to bottom. But if you're planning on getting peachy this pride, the bottom-friendly menu on Postmates has the kinds of foods that can keep you feeling good. Are you organic? Okay, it is a requirement that you have to look that up. Part of the imagery is that they are showing... Two mounds that look suspiciously like an ass, uh-huh. followed by a blimp in the sky that suspiciously looks like a dick and balls. That is concerning. <laughs> That's very concerning. The understatement of the century. It, Thank it, you, Doug. That is. I mean, for years concerning. it just started as, you know, just acceptance. Just, uh, just please accept this lifestyle, and please don't like murder us for it. And then it became. Like, just please support us. We're just looking for equality. And then it became, please push our agenda because we've we've been held down for so long. And now it's, if you don't eat bottom-friendly menu items, you're a fucking asshole. You piece you're a bigot. of shit. Even hetero people should be eating bottom-friendly because the fact that you because even cut you yourself- Because you cut yourself off from the- a possible availability to get a fucking thing rammed in your bottle. It's that's Postmates. Yeah, that's Monkeypox. No, actually, hey, yes. <laughs> 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 to 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 be more, uh, you know, accurate. That's Uber because that is who is owning Postmates, and that is what is even more shocking about that. And to Uber's me. getting away with it because yeah. they're still, yeah, they're There's still the shoveling gay? it through the, the guy Postmates. That owns Uber is he gay? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's like Obviously. Indian or Pakistani. I don't think. Is he gay? I don't know. I'm just speaking. I'm speaking. I'm speaking out of my ass after mm. after having a bottom friendly menu. Yeah. I'm sure you can be Pakistani and be gay. I think I'm they would... pretty sure you can be anything and be gay. But <laughs> well, no, because this, no, you can't. Saying, it's, this is an image no, 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 friendly here, podcast. Here's the thing. No, you cannot. <laughs> I'm not saying because it's not if you upon. look at like BMW and like every Siemens and every corporation, GE or whatever, you look at every corporation, 
their logo is now rainbow or trans or whatever. It's, it's all this like, you know, we have to reach out to the gay people for some reason, like the other 11 months, they're not buying our shit. But if you look at those same companies, Twitter accounts, where they're in countries like Saudi Arabia and Pakistan and other countries. Yeah, that there's none are, of that rainbow shit no, anywhere. Yeah. It ne- there's no such thing as Pride Month there. Right. Right. And, and so that, it's just, it's just It's uniquely bullshit. American. You know, as a- uh, It's uniquely Western, which yeah. is like this whole idea of like, we must protect Western culture. Western culture has been hijacked. Yeah, no, it has. And as a recovering liberal, I do have to say, I apologize to all my conservative <laughs> friends that did say to me over years, the slippery slope thing. It's very slippery, but now Postmates <laughs> is here to tighten it back up. Yeah. <laughs> be slippery, but not in the wrong way. Exactly. <laughs> Only when they want it to be. Yes. Oh, that is disgusting. I know, but like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying... I can't believe I didn't share that. Loop with y'all it up, but don't dress anybody up with any rice cakes. I did. This is what I keep can't the rice believe. cakes uh, in a pantry far, far away. Th- this is what I don't get about gay men. This is what I don't understand, uh, especially if they don't use a rubber or whatever when they're doing the shit. Okay. Even even straight men that fuck women in the ass all the time. That is disgusting. That's gross. Mm-hmm. You're 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 begging to get something that you can't fucking wash off. I mean, literally. Yeah, your your ass is full of things uh, that bacteria. It's it's a, it's, it's a waste station. Naturals. It's, it is a, our nature's way of if, a, a getting rid of getting rid of waste things yes. that should not be in your body. In, yes, yes, and and for for you to stick your dick in that and not expect. That one day something bad might happen to you, like I don't know, monkeypox, AIDS, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to, whatever you want to come Ooh, up raw with. Raw sewage in the morning, uh, I love it. Uh, I'm just it's saying, a petri dish. I'm just saying, yeah, it is, it is, and you, and you're talking about, you know, I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I, don't, I I'll never understand it. I have so many things no. I want to say, but I know my sister listens to this podcast. Um, sister, fast forward three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All the chicks I've ever banged in the ass, I've never respected. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, sticking dick in another human initially was to procreate. Yeah. Create future humans. Yes. God yes. kind of messed up a little bit, and this might be a little blasphemic. Uh, he made it feel too good. So now we want, we just want to put dicks everywhere. Yeah. And then guys get a little confused, and now Postmates has a menu on why you won't, you won't get a corn kernel stuck up your, your uh, dick hole. I saw a. How far we have strayed? <laughs> I saw a a, a a a little reel this week of a of a gorilla fucking <laughs> another gorilla, and a little monkey comes up and keeps sticking his finger in the gorilla's ass <laughs> while he's fucking the other gorilla, you know. And I'm thinking. The nerve. We're not, we're not, we hadn't come for too far, have no, we? No. <laughs> I'm thinking of myself as humans, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't strayed that far, you know? No. And, uh, and I mean, it's, it, he's straight up sticks his finger in the gorilla's ass. Yeah. You know? Little yeah. monkey. Little monkey comes up. Oh, he's fucking another gorilla. You know? This is so, obviously in the month of June because even primates understand, you know, months. Right. 
And, yes. and so, yeah, so I think to myself, when I saw that, I was thinking to myself, yeah, humans have not evolved. But it, that to, like to me, the, the whole idea of a pride month, first of all, calling it pride, um, what are you proud about? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this was something that you were born as, therefore, it's not no a choice. And so if you can be proud of something you're born as, how is that different than white supremacy? Because if I'm born white and I'm proud mm-hmm. about it, is there, can I, I know this is like fucking, uh, what's the word? Trivial. It's a trope. It's well-worn grounds. It's like, well, where's the white pride? Well, like I said, but it's like, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna have an entire month Mm -hmm. dedicated to the celebration of gay and now everything else in the LGBTQ plus IA, whatever the fuck, if you were born that way, which they have quickly abandoned because you could be born as a male, but that you were born incorrectly. Yeah. So now it's a hundred percent about choice. You're choosing to not be the sex that you were born as. So they move too quickly. I'm old enough to remember when the whole like everybody that was like anti-gay marriage and you know pushing back against the gay agenda and the slippery slope back in the 80s and 90s, the retort was, "We're not choosing to be this. We're not choosing to be." This great evil that you claim we are based on your uh, perception of the Bible and bl- biblical texts—that's text. that's the difference. What you're talking about. So right we now were is the born yeah. this way, exactly. That's, God created us gay, and I was about to—I was about to talk about that because I have family members that are gay. I've got me, one on each side of my yeah, family. Me too. And they're older. They're yeah. older, and they don't get any of this shit. They don't get any of this new LGBTQ shit. No, they—they they the L's and the G's. They're are are the OGs? Yeah, and they and but everything been else hijacked. They, they've been yes. hijacked by everything yeah. else. And uh, that was a uh, Bill Maher. I don't know if you saw him this weekend, mm-hmm. but he he was talking about that. He said, uh, you know, he was talking about this thing of this some big event they were having of inclusion and everything. Goes, you know, one thing missing out of this: a gay man. Mm-hmm. There was no gay men. It was all trans and all these different, you know fucking whatever the fuck's going on now and finally new rule if something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate we have to at least discuss it broken down over time the lgbt population of america seems to be roughly doubling every generation according to a recent gallup poll less than one percent of americans born before 1946 that's joe biden's generation identify that way 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. (laughs) And then who's going to buy this chair? I'm just saying that when things change this much, this fast, people are allowed to ask, what's up with that? All the babies are in the wrong bodies? Was there a mix-up at the plant, like with Captain Crunch's Oops Old Berries? (laughs) 
wasn't that long ago when adults asked a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? They meant, what profession? <laughs> In the wake of America about to lose abortion rights, the ACLU recently tweeted a list of those who would be disproportionately harmed by this. You would think women might top that list. No, wasn't even on the list. Second on the list was LGBT. Really? Abortion rights affects gay and trans people more than, you know, breeders? <laughs> I'm happy for LGBT folks that we now live in an age where they can live their authentic lives openly. And we should always be mindful of respecting and protecting. But someone needs to say it. Not everything's about you. questions about something that's very new and involves children. The answer can't always be that anyone from a marginalized community is automatically right, trump card, mic drop, end of discussion. Because we're literally experimenting on children. Maybe that's why Sweden and Finland have stopped giving puberty blockers to kids. Because we just don't know much about the long-term effects. Although common sense should tell you that when you reverse the course of raging hormones, there's going to be problems. We do know it hinders the development of bone density, which is kind of important if you like having a skeleton. <laughs> I like it. Fertility and the ability to have an orgasm seem also to be affected. This isn't just a lifestyle decision. It's medical. Weighing trade-offs is not bigotry. Yet when a book questioning the sudden uptick in transitioning children was released, a trans lawyer with the ACLU named Chase Strangio tweeted, Stopping the circulation of this book and these ideas is 100% a hill I will die on. How very civil liberties of him. Chase, by the way, has just been named one of the grand marshals of this year's New York City Pride March, along with three other trans people and a lesbian. Huh. What's missing here? Oh, right, a gay man. <laughs> That's where we are now. Gay men aren't hip enough for the gay pride parade. <laughs> Compared to trans, gay is practically cis, and cis is practically Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bill, there might be an This agenda. is a phenomenon we need to take into account when we look at this issue. Yes, part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster, and that's all to the good. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis equals man. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. <laughs> I don't know, Doug. Are you thinking about getting a nose ring? <laughs> I just got one. <laughs> You're so progressive. <laughs> And if you haven't noticed that with kids, doing something for the likes is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. 
Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. The L.A. Times summarizes, she's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. And that is the Ooh. that is the fucking truth, right? All right. Yes. So that's a that nine, ten minute long clip. We'll stop yeah. it there because I mean that I think we've talked enough. Yeah. And that's as much as the people want to hear, Doug. I don't think they need to hear anymore. They're not interested anymore. No. They've already turned it off. Why would you be? Like, why would you? I mean, come on, for real. Who's still listening to this? Yeah. We could literally start reading out of the uh, encyclopedia and they'd be like, yeah, stop listening hours ago. Yeah. Two and a half hours in, yeah, you know. <laughs> what do you think? You're yeah. that important? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think, you're, do you really think people want to know what you're saying? No. That much for that long? Highly doubt it. I doubt it. All right. Well, even for those that might still be listening, uh, we're out. We're out this bitch. We'll see you next week. See ya. Enjoy the outro. Yeah. So and uh, happy 4th of July. Boop, in case boop. we don't, you know, make it before 4th of July. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Happy birthday, America. <laughs>